0: Of Swoops late night, Wednesday, January 28th, 2015. How's it going, Peter? It's going all right. We got T-Bone already in the house. Hey, what's <laughs> <I'm> really... <laughs> happening? He's in early, that's right. I've got a lot of static. And uh, our guest is sitting here, Marina Hernandez. How you doing? Great, thanks. We're looking forward to talking to her and finding out all about her shop and everything and then good stuff, man. Uh, how's your week been? It's been okay. Yeah, yeah you know, you had a you know, like a monster ride today. I, I
2: did a good ride today. I did like 46, 47 and um miles miles. yeah yeah it was good it was a good ride uh i had the wind all the way against me going up the river which is unusual usually it's the other way around so that kind of took it out of me because i was like (laughs) so i wasn't totally down i was like i should do it i should do it it. i'm gonna do it i'm like i'll just take it easy that first you know 20 something but the wind was blowing against me so i was like no i'm like it hurt, it hurt a bit, but then coming back, I had the wind with me, so that was kind of nice. That's it worked, good, it worked out okay.
0: Yeah, if you can, um, if you, if you can suffer through the way up, and uh, you got if and if you if it doesn't change direction you get all the way and up. if it doesn't change it, so which it. it
2: did not, so it was all good. But it was surprisingly cold, like it was sunny, yeah, but it wasn't really warm. And then once you broke a sweat, uh, so once again, thank you. I had I, you, I wore the jacket that you gave me for Christmas, and uh,
3: oh.
2: that would I would have been in trouble without something uh, well, that warm. Working out, so man. It's, it's nice, it vents. You know, when you start to get hot, but it, uh, it, when you get cold, it just... Now, the moment you stop moving, though, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you're, sh- you're covered in a sheet of ice. You're like, oh, oh. It's just like... like I, I was in the garage here. I didn't even wait to get out. I just started stripping down. I was like, oh, yes. this, this is just all cold and clammy. The mm. moment you stop, like, moving hard, it's... A... But it, while you're moving, man, it kept you warm.
0: That's better. You know, like, uh, sometimes I, I wear, like, a sweatshirt mm. and... It's just cold the whole time. Once mm. it once it gets even wet, damp. yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. sucks. But yep. oh, good good for you, man. Yep. How about you? What's been new? Nothing, man. Uh, same thing. Uh, a couple rides, a couple yep. soccer games. Yeah. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, you counting that down though, right? Huh? Counting that down. And he's only got four games left. Four in his, uh, games in his left. Career. That's a, you know. I mean, I'm sure it's still in club. He's still in the club. He'll thing, be right? doing a club, but this is you know, this is the end of his high school season. So, high school yeah. season, yeah. and then
2: and then you know. Maybe he does some club games in the summer. Yeah. Free man, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's Freedom. Freedom. Uh, <laughs> tell him when he's got games. And, uh, you know, drives himself now. So what is it? No, know don't think it is. is I, really, I, I, I really enjoy watching him play. And I, and I, you know, I went through this with my other kids. You know, I remember, you know, Keith played football and wrestled and ran track. And, you know, he played football his freshman year in college. Um mm-hmm. But by that time, I mean, after that, it was just, you know, know that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my daughter played soccer and softball and basketball. But, you know, she had done, she's kind of tapered off by her junior year of high school. She was in the choir and singing and stuff.
4: I, I enjoy, so enjoy watching. Yeah, I to go to those city. too. <laughs> I enjoy watching. Those city, are less right? frequent. Right? <laughs> yeah, they are less frequent. Like once a quarter, you know, or... big, yeah,
0: it's like a big, big thing. You know, like just... a Christmas show, or this show, or this yeah. this event, and you know, but yeah, far from <laughs> yeah, that, exactly, yeah. exactly. Bonner, what have you been up to, man? Uh-huh.
2: <sighs>
5: <laughs> I really don't know what's happened those last weeks. <laughs> suppose it's
2: been eventful.
0: Oh, you know, hey, when it comes back to you, let us know, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you later <laughs> in the show. Know, your hand. <laughs> hey, you rest to the on the Talk Story Radio Network. We're going to take our first break and then come back and introduce our guests and get things rolling. This is Steve Delamater, Winner's Day, back after this. <laughs>
6: Calling my name, so won't you come and meet me Kick it up, kick it out on the shrubs so stout Watch your nose turn pink Is your only shirt a shrink Chasing down the road Not sure
7: Go with your children. We say the Pledge of Allegiance together. I'm one out of every four children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. I'm lucky to grow up where I could be whatever I want. I want to grow up and be someone who doesn't go to bed hungry. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for kids like me. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America
1: and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hey, there's a
2: sharp hole
0: on the wall, and you're listening to Suits World. Just if I saw little things, I <laughs> Welcome back to Suits World on the Talk Story Radio Network. <laughs> it made me almost not be able to eat the yeah, next night. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're happy to have as our guest today, Marina Hernandez. She is the owner of Born Free Children's Boutique here in Belmont Shore. It's a little, if you're not familiar with Belmont Shore, Long Beach area, it's a little uh, area of Long Beach, which is really cool, and it's right near the beach. Welcome to the show.
8: Oh, thank you.
0: Tell us a little bit about, tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, how you got started in business.
8: So I grew up in Wilmington, which is just like over the bridge, uh, over the bridge yeah. exactly. So I grew up there, um, and then I went to Cal State Long Beach. So I now I'm a Long Beach official, Long Beach native. But happy to say because I love Long Beach; it's so awesome. Um, and then, so how did I like? I don't even know where I delve in. So how did I get it get started? Is that what you're, yeah, the next it, it, question? It,
0: you, uh... I mean, what inspired you to, to, to uh, open a boutique? I mean, taking on you know a retail space is a lot. People think it's something you just go out and do. It's a, it's a lot that goes into it.
3: And, <laughs> not really, not no. well,
0: <laughs> It
8: really is. Okay, so uh, I used to, actually I was a teacher. I used to teach fourth grade in LA Unified. Hmm. And then, um, I, unfortunately, I was affected by the layoffs. So then I was laid off from LA Unified, and I went over to Long Beach Unified, and I taught middle school at Limburg middle school, which was interesting, Um, and then again, laid off from there, and then I started working with an after-school program, and our um, offices were upstairs in Belmont Shore, and I just, like, every day would come down for coffee, or just, like, you know, there's tons of restaurants down there, so every time I'd go out for lunch, I'd see tons of, like, moms, new moms, grandmas, nannies, like, pushing kids in their strollers, (laughs) (laughs) let me clarify that, and then, so, um, I was, and then I was just like, there really isn't a cute baby boutique down here. There's the children's place, and I can buy a five dollar t shirt, um, but there isn't a really cute boutique. And then I had my daughter, and I was looking for like eco friendly products, and it was stuff that I had to buy online. So I was just like, I think I want to open a store. There, re- there really wasn't a lot that went into the thought process, <laughs> which is odd. I don't know. I just, just something I was like, I'm gonna do it. Um, and so I just like for, like for a year I applied for like my business license and kind of did all this mini stuff, like thinking like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm eventually going to do it, but you know, never really fully committing. And then, um, I would tell people kind of about it and someone said, oh, there's a retail space right down there and it's perfect for you on park and second street. And I was like, okay, I'll look into it. And sure enough, I met the um, the landlord, and he was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. When are you ready to move in? And I'm like, oh, like shit just got real. Like I need to really. What am I doing? So I was like, all right. And then I signed the lease, and a month later, I just like it. It happened just so quick. And I think if it didn't happen that way, it I, it wouldn't have happened. Cause I'm like, I that's a, it's a huge risk that you're taking. But it's been really, a really, really great experience. I still feel like there's sometimes I'm like, okay, I got my Excel spreadsheet, like I got this. I'm gonna set a budget, and I look at it, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I look at it a month later, like I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm having fun in the process. I've met a lot of um, cool people. I think that that's part of it. Like when you start, like you're talking about the coffee shop, and you just meet so many cool people, and they're really supportive. So it's 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 really. Encouraging to keep going, but I still don't fully have a a, a grasp or handle on it. I have no business experience, and I was like laughing because I don't have like the eye of the tiger, like the business, like I'm gonna take you down. So like people come to the store, like, oh, do you have such and such? Like um, we carry the Honest brand, so Jessica Alba's company. We carry um, they're diapers that are chlorine free, very eco friendly, but they're not. The, um, oh, what do you call them? The reusable, like, mm. you know what I mean? The cloth right, diaper. Mm-hmm. Am I, I hope that you guys, I'm not boring you to tears right now. Okay, so they're not cloth diapers, but they I do have a competitor down the way that does have cloth diapers. So I send my customers there and people are like, hello, Marina. And I'm like, well, I mean, if I don't have it, I want to help people out. But if that's just like the, I like, I don't want to you know take what? people down. I want people, people to, to be
2: successful. People remember that. They're like, that person... Could have lied and could have tried to upsell me on this other thing, and like instead, she she gave me an honest answer. So the next time they're like, "Huh, I need," they'll come back.
3: I they think, will. yeah, and, and they have. So been,
2: Swoop and I work that way. Like we
0: with the arts and everything else. It's it's
2: yeah. like you know I, I agree with you. That's a hundred percent. There's two mind, like you know, I mm-hmm. the tiger take you down. You yeah. know uh, Napoleon. I think it was one who said, "It's not enough that I should succeed; everyone else must fail." There's that mindset.
3: <laughs> I love that. And, and
2: there's a lot of people that have that mindset. <laughs> and then there's the more of the like, you know, if, if the rising tide lifts all boats.
5: Exactly. <laughs>
8: exactly. Ooh, I like that too. And
2: you got to know, thing is you got to know which camp you're in and be consistent. Sure. So you're one or the other, but either one can work. So
0: I, I, I applaud that. that oh, that's cool.
8: Thanks. Thanks. Yeah.
0: How did you? Uh, it's called the name of it's born free. It is. So how did you come up with the name?
8: Um, I just <laughs> I was stoned one night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um,
0: Watching old 60s TV shows.
8: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, someone was telling me there's like a movie of like born okay. free or something. Wow, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I would just liked the idea of um when you're born you're free of like just labels and that type thing it's like you know you start fresh and it i just like that kind of idea i guess was the basis of it and where it went from there i i don't know i don't remember but that was the basis
0: now the concept is is, is if i was reading your website it's it's sustainable sustainable organic and eco-friendly that's right <laughs> um is it difficult to find products to fit that bill
8: Um, it is in a reasonable price point because a lot of things are super expensive Um, in those price points. And so I like to, when I look for things, I'm also like, would I buy this? Like, is this something that that would fit in my budget? Because I'd have a hard time selling something or convincing somebody to buy something if I don't feel like I would buy it for myself. So with those two things in mind yes it's a little bit difficult to find however there are lot, tons of resources out there and it's nice because when people come in they're like hey have you heard of this and this so i get leads on different things um i also like to do uh, made in america type things so if it doesn't fit like the sustainable or the organic mold then i do definitely look for like a made in the u.s like you got to support yeah. <laughs> how to
0: uh, excuse me when uh, when you're what all the, I know that you do clothing and some toys, but what all the pro, What is your entire product line, kind of in general, category wise?
8: Oh gosh, so we have a little bit of everything, which is interesting because our store is super small. I think it's like, it's the size of this garage. It's I think your garage is bigger. Studio. Uh, oh studio, studio, <laughs> studio. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, we're, uh, uh, we're <laughs> this two car studio. <laughs> okay, so it's a. seriously, it's, like, almost smaller than this. So, it's about 300 square feet, and so I try to fit a lot of different things. We have a little bit of toys, a little bit of books, a little bit of clothes, a little bit of bath and body, Um, but with that being said, I do pick, like, the things that I feel are the best in that category um, to have at our store. So, the, like, for example, I just mentioned the Honest product, so that's Just Gobba's brand, and... That brings a lot of customers on the daily over because we have like we sell diapers and shampoo and just the essentials that the moms local moms need. So they come by for that, and then they're like, "Oh, you have new books." So it's um, that's what it is.
0: Well, has, uh, go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> Probably
3: uh, not.
8: not, not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I think there's a sequel too. There is. There is. What uh, is it called? Uh, I
2: just saw something. You got a different reader and a different book, but I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like I recognized. It. I'm like, yes, yes.
8: Uh, but I don't look, think don't if a, it's not up. Sam Jackson, it has to be Sam Jackson. That's <laughs> it's not. It's It must, has to be. What makes
2: that book. It totally. i totally seeing it going. It's not Samuel Jackson, but that could work. A,
8: yeah, I'm I need to that. know who it is then. Uh, <laughs> what,
0: age-wise, is so what, uh, what, what, what do you? I mean, we talk a lot of baby stuff, but how far? How, how many? What do the age grade... Group categories uh, for your?
8: So we mostly have newborn to 24 months and like specialize in baby shower gifts Mm -hmm. and gifts for. Newborns, but we do go up to four t- four T in our clothing, so for toddler. And I think that the toys we have are appropriate for that age as well. We have a lot of fun instruments, like little drum set, and we have like a concertina, just fun stuff. And it's cool because adults come in and they're like, "Oh yeah," and they're like, i will playing it," and like, "I hate my sister. I'm gonna buy this for my nephew." You, noisy- <laughs> you never buy the
0: noisy stuff for your own kids; those are always gifts. <laughs> totally. Yes.
8: Yeah. Grandmas. To- oh yeah. Totally. Grandmas to daughter-in-laws are like. (laughs) oh, yeah, this bitch is getting it.
0: Um, Like you said, this this is new to you. I mean, what has the experience been like so far? I mean, has it been – I know it's a lot of work, a lot of time, and it's kind of scary, but has it been enjoyable so far?
8: It has been um, just because of the people that I've been meeting and it's it's encouraging. Like, there's some days where it's like, okay, I go – I'm in my car on my way, like, okay, I have to order this, I have to do this and this and this, and I have the mindset of, I need to work. And keep in mind, I'm the only person working right now. (laughs) So I'm like, I need to really get some paperwork or computer work done. And then here comes a a friend, and then another friend comes in, and it's like, so then that consumes, but it's like, great, because then I go home feeling really good. Like, I get to talk to other moms about, because I have a a two-and-a-half-year-old, and then I'm expecting in six weeks. So I get to talk to, yeah, I get to talk... Tell me you didn't notice. No, no. Oh, I was like, I'm in here with a huge belly. I I know you don't think I was drinking a lot of beer.
2: No, like I just remember, I just had a flashback of like. We're doing six weeks, and I had all these things pop through. I was sorry.
8: No, totally I had my own
2: personal I, moment there. Where you really
8: I? did, but I but I had the same thing. Like I'm at the computer, I'm like, I have a toddler, I have a new business, and I'm pregnant. I am a crazy woman. Like this is out of control. What am I doing? And another thing, like it wouldn't have happened if I. Just, you just got to do it. So, um, but just talking to the other mothers about their experiences with their kids, like you know, I'm potty training my daughter, and I'm having such a hard time. But just talking to other moms about it, it's like, okay, like, I'm not such a bad mother because yeah, it's it's taking longer than it should, I think. But, um like, just that kind of stuff is, like, encouraging. You know, you're talking to, your, to people that have the same mindset as you pretty right. much.
0: When people come in and ask you about, I know you mentioned the diaper thing, but when people ask you about a product that, you know, that you're not carrying, do you, I mean, if you have enough people come in and ask, do you kind of research it and see if it fits or... Are you kind of, are you maxed out on what
3: you have?
8: Um, I do. I research... People come in with tons of ideas. It's like, okay, I'll write that down. there's some things that's like okay. But for example, like little boat, like little baby bow ties. We've had enough customers come in and say, hey, do you have this? So we're we are getting some in. So if enough customers are asking and if I think it's cute, then I'll say, okay, we should look into getting it. But there, are, for the most part, there's things that I feel like. That's not doesn't fit the what our store is about. So yeah. I just thank you, and that's it.
0: Have you always, uh, you know, when you, when you decided these are the types of products? Those the ones, you must have looked for those types of things when you had your your first child, right? When you kind of wanted things that were, like you said, sustainable and organic and eco friendly and whatnot. And-
8: yeah, definitely. It's like, but it's so okay. So yes, definitely. I um, looked for those products when I was. When I had my daughter, like, I only wanted her to wear organic onesies. Like, you know, because that's important to me for her not to along with the born-free kind of theme, you know what I mean? Um, but now with my second one, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I was, like, looking through all my old stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's, like, there's so much. And now it's like, okay, I think I can do a little bit that's non-organic. It's just so different with your second. Maybe you had the same experience. Like, the first, you're over-prepared, like... You know, you got a diaper bag full of stuff. The second one, I'm like, I need a diaper, a one pack of wipe, and I'm good. Like, oh, yeah. and a onesie. <laughs> For sure, you're good to go. You yeah, learn. Well, that's <laughs> it. You learn. You learn.
2: Like the uh, first time around, you don't know. So you, especially if you're, you're like, you think you're a good parent, right? You like, you, we need this, we need that, we need this, and oh, I just read, we need that. Next thing you know, you got a bag that's like. Like, you look like you're about to climb up to Swiss Alps. You're ready to go. So you're going to do a major, like, trek across the Sahara. You and then the, then, you know, the second time around, you're like, we didn't use that. We didn't use that. We didn't use that. <laughs> and so you figure out, like, this is what we need. What and, works, you know, yeah. you know, but the second time around, you know, you, you've had three. But I, for me, the second time around, you know, I was like, ah, oh, I, I could walk out with a backpack.
0: Well, see, that thing, and I was it's the say.
2: backpack that I like. It was always ready, <laughs> uh-huh. and I yeah. literally could say, Okay, we're going and grab the backpack. Because when I made sure when I came back, I refilled what I'd used, and it was like, But everybody's different. Some parents, like, there were other parents who like had everything, <laughs> and, they, and they loved having everything all the time. But I'm, yeah. I'm a travel light guy, so <laughs> yeah, it just buddy. depends on your, you know. But you're right, the second time around, you figure out what works for you and what you can live with, and what you like. No, no, no. We have to have this. <laughs> I think
0: exactly. each time my I, I little diaper bag, like you said, it got smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. First kid, it was this big thing. Like, this <laughs> Double <slurping>. bag. <laughs> thing than he did with the right? roller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Last one was like, every, like you said, a little small, everything, only you know, one little backpack. Yeah, like, you're like, okay,
3: we got this. <laughs>
8: exactly. But we also, um, like with the sustainable products, so I also am like really big on supporting companies so we have this company that's called plan toys and that's the instruments among other things but their plant it's in indonesia but it's it's totally solar powered um for every tree they knock down they plant one they even compress the sawdust to make like little whistles so companies like that i also like to endorse and that's and then they're high quality. It's not like a bunch of plastic at my house. It's like quality wood toys that I know that even though my daughter's going to bang on them, that my next child can play with them yeah. later on. So it's things like I that. Got like so
2: tired of the plastic crap. Oh
8: my god, it's it shit. Yes, it's terrible. It's like yeah, it's right. terrible.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, every time the kids, uh, every time the kids, would, you know, Christmas or birthday. A month later, it would be like, they're at school, so stealth is like, all all in the bag. Because they just got a whole bunch of new this this new plastic crap. Yeah. And so I'm with you. I'm with you.
8: I know. it. That's frustrating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Our guest right now is Marina Hernandez of Born Free Children's Boutique here in Long Beach in Belmont Shore area. Uh, This here is Danny Rosner. This is called Hitchhiker. We'll be back after this.
1: You were
7: waiting for a ride by the side of the road
3: Taco. gas station We stopped
7: cause the fuel was low You reached into your pocket A roll of cash fell into the floor You could dial down one You know you can't trust You know you can't trust You could dial 911 Don't drop the hitchhiker He could be a next, Standing in the road with an up to He can have a motive Looking for disaster If you get the chance, teach him a lesson You
3: know you can't trust
1: Talk Story Radio. Hi, I'm Angela Madsen, and I row
11: across oceans, and I've really enjoyed being a guest here at Swoop's World. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to Swoop's World I'm to Talk Story Radio <laughs> Thank you <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Maria Hernandez from Born Free Children's Boutique. What's the actual address? Hey, you used to park in 2nd uh, Street. What's the actual address?
8: It's 191 Park Avenue. Just, so just one business behind 2nd Street on Park. Towards the ocean. Towards the ocean. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> See,
0: that's uh, is that where the Thai restaurant's on the corner there. Is that, that's
8: there is a Thai restaurant and then there's a salon as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you're in, yeah, I know where you're. No, exactly right. So I'll see you there. <laughs> More babies. My when mom, he has his oh, fourth. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you heard the part where I said, like, I want to turn 18 this year, right? <laughs> the, last, the last of the tribe. <laughs>
8: That's what you said
2: when, you had a, a, when you're 30th. Turned about, like,
0: 15 or so.
8: But then you might get a new title soon. <laughs> grandpa. Uh, yeah, that was so really Stephen Fry. Right. <laughs> oh, it.
0: Stephen Fry, he's good. He's good. Who oh. Uh, he's British. British. He's, he's, pretty <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. funny. He's pretty funny. I like. Is I like yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, we kind of described what, what are you know what what you carry and, and and the products you have and stuff like that. But somebody just listening to this says, "I want to stop by there." What can they expect when they walk through the door? And
8: you're gonna be this friendly face. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot, even though it's a really tiny space, there's a lot to look at. Um, We have really high ceilings, fortunately, so we're able to put the eye, make your eye go up. So we just have just a lot, I think, first, if, okay, if anybody's there, but um, they'll be greeted just like, I, like, ask so many questions. I'm like, oh, so where are you from? So what do you do? So where's your husband? Where's your wife? So be prepared to answer some questions if you go there. But there's also a lot of things to look at. I think, like, we have um, animal plaque. Animal plaque. I think we just call them animal plaques. But they're um, so, like, They're made out of recycled sweaters. It's like a shape of an elephant, and it's on a plaque, and it's so cute. We have, like, a shark, so it goes in, like, a kid's room. So it's, like, a lot of different stuff that you wouldn't normally see. And so that's what people say, like, oh, you have really neat stuff. Like, I haven't seen that before. Right. And I feel like, yeah, because I do all of the buying so it's like oh yeah like I have my taste it validates my taste I guess. <laughs> but also there's like grandmothers that come in and then there's like these tatted up guys that come in and everybody kinda is like they find something that they like so it's like cool I feel like I can appeal to a little bit of everybody's kind of taste. Nice. Yeah.
2: I mean that's cool because I know having I mean, had to shop for a lot of kid parties and whatever. Uh-huh. You have kids. Uh you go to somewhere like Target or the big stores, and you're like, it's the same stuff. You can feel the life being sucked out <laughs> of you. Yeah, and it's the same stuff you see, with like...
0: Three people show up and, with the same thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, <laughs> so it sounds like you've got a place that, you know, people can come and get unique ideas. Totally. Their kids or other kids. That's, that's, that's in and of itself, an, a laudable thing, you know, for sure.
8: Well said. Yeah, that's exactly true. It's like, you're not going to find this anywhere else. Like, I... Um, I find a lot of things, even overseas, but fit the sustainable model. So like from Australia or from Canada. So it's like things that are imported here that you you definitely don't find at Target. But it's stuff. And I think that people come in inspired like, oh, so with the animal plaques. Um, do we have time if I could tell a little story? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go on and on. But a guy came into the store and I guess his brother just had a son and they live in New York. And so this guy said, oh, told his brother, when whatever the the, the son's name is comes to California, I'm going to take him out surfing with me. And the brother's like, bro, if only if you catch every shark in the sea will you take my son <laughs> surfing. So he bought him that plaque with, like, the little shark head on it, and he wrote the story in the back. And I'm like, that is so special. So I was like, I felt really, like, happy for him that he found something that really, like, like, him perfectly and was a perfect gift for him. So that was like, oh, I was like, score for you. <laughs> nice.
0: That's good. Uh, you yeah, know, it's always fun. To, like you were saying, it's always fun to find something unique, uh, especially when you're buying a gift. You yeah, know, it's like you find something unique that you haven't seen anywhere else, and, and you you feel like you've you've done you've done you know you've taken an extra step forward for somebody. You know? Sure. Good. Yeah. You know, especially when you're even when you when you're with your own kids, if you you know you find something that's really cool, of course they don't give a crap but no you know it's nice to be that person that figured out
2: that nice thing that extra you know my uh my dad give him props here he's good at that it's like he doesn't give a lot of gifts you know he doesn't like shower the kids with gifts but when he does it's a gift he's really thought out It's like and my daughter still has things like like oh you know when when we're doing that cleaning out period it's like oh no Papu gave me that one. We can't, we can't get rid of that one. Yeah. And, it's know, meaningful like, for sure. It wasn't just like I was saying, one of those just plastic things that you just you got like 20 variations of them at mm-hmm. the parties or whatever. Um and those are those are better gifts. It, you know, those are the gifts like as a as a parent. I, I always try to like if I can find them, I, I aim for those. Those are the ones I try to give my kids. I'd rather give them fewer of those than a whole bunch of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. (laughs) That'll be recycling six months.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been open though?
8: So May 1st. So I lost I, I knew like to the day sometime last year and then and all this pregnancy, all this stuff I forgot. So it's probably been eight. Someone do the math like eight or nine months. So May 1st was our opening day. So we're approaching our um, one-year anniversary oh, yeah, yeah. coming up. I know. So I'm like, should I? I want to do something special. I'm like, should I do pony rides? I and think I'm maybe, like,
0: I was thinking maybe Jessica Alba
8: could show up. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Lots of dancing. Yes, for sure. Yes. Sorry. Maybe she can ride the pool, because I'm seriously thinking about pony rides, but I'm like, my luck, like, rogue pony, like, you know what I mean? Kids stranded at the beach, <laughs> like, so, I don't, but I just think that's such a cute, because my daughter loves that, so I think that'd be sweet and different, but I don't know, we're planning, like, something, I don't know what yet. you have to mash your face into a birthday cake, you know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, you know... We, you know, we interview
0: so many people, and we talk to so many business owners around. it, And each each area has its own business district, and and it has its own business association. Um, are they supportive? Uh, are, are, have you had to deal with the uh, business association much?
8: Um, they are supportive. A kind of they're supportive if I if I need if I need help, yeah. um, but not they're supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but maybe it's just because I need a little more support because I'm so new at all this, and I'm like, oh, marketing, what? Like, oh, social media. I like I. There was a Facebook crash, and I didn't know about it. So like that shows how little I go on social media. I have no idea. So it's like, oh, I got an Instagram. Like I have a checklist of things that I need to do that are important for a business for a business to strive nowadays. That's like the wave of the future. I can't deny it and not do an Instagram. So it's like, okay. I make it a point where some people it's just like do 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 you know they got their phone they do it really quick for me it's like okay I have to make a conscious effort and literally write it down on a list of something to do so maybe um, I just don't feel I do feel supported but I feel like I maybe need someone to hold my hand a little bit more. more,
0: (laughs) You know it's interesting you say that because when uh, we've all been through the the deal with setting up a business and a, a retail space in the city and. You know, you seem like you're You know, you're making headway, you're making headway, then it stalls out, then you make headway, you make headway, it stalls out. And you see somebody across the street and they're up in like, you know, a matter of weeks. And you're like, well, how, how did you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know and, and it's a learning curve, you know. And you, you find out that, you know, some of these people have done this type of thing several times. Or they know who to call, or, or you know, get their secret handshake, when the right fraternity, or whatever. <laughs> and there's others of us who've had to kind of, they, you know, stumble through and, and and finally get to the where we want to, where we want to be to get to get the doors open. So I understand, you know, what you're saying. Sometimes you think uh, I could use a little bit more help here, a little bit more support sometimes. But you know, sometimes you think, you know, they're done. You know, when I call, they're they're attentive and they do what I, you know, they they they're responsive. So it's kind sure. of a, you know the scale of justice type of thing you, know? yeah. you just kind of wanted to balance out so that's good though it's good that you, you actually have contact with them and, and they are responsive to your needs when you um, when you first you know got all set up and got all moved in because I tell you the day I opened the doors of my business I pretty much Throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you go through all the work, all the work, all the work, and now it's like time to open up, and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah.
8: <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't sleep the night before. I'm like, are there going to be 100 people there? Is there going to be one person there? Like, I don't know what to expect, and that's kind of how it's been along the way, but it's like, okay, I'm, you know, you just do it, yeah. but yeah, you do feel like, thro- you really feel like throwing up, like, this is Somebody happening. You're going to walk through the door. Yes. There's <laughs> like. I do, what are you going to to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a commercial, and I I don't even know it's like a GoDaddy or something. And this lady's like, I just sold my first T-shirt to uh, like someone that's not my relative. Yeah, and she's like doing a dance. I'm like, that's totally how you feel. Like, I took a picture with someone that bought the um a book. The book was called either Toot or Poop or something like that. It's like a book that we had, and so I have a picture. It's like the first product that somebody bought that wasn't my relative, and of course my first dollar. So. I don't know. It's been – that's kind of how it's just been, like, along the way. Yeah. And actually, I want to go back to um, the Business Association because when you were talking, I was thinking, <laughs> they do so much. <laughs> like, what am, I'm like, what am I saying? Okay, as far as supporting me, I feel like that's a whole different thing. But they have, you know, like the Stroll and Savor, and then we have a Chocolate Fest coming up on – I think it's February 7th. So, okay, so something cool. So um, there's a Chocolate Fest – so I'm pregnant. Okay, sorry. Sometimes I start stories in the middle.
0: You're right.
8: You're So I'm pregnant, and I crave, like, wine, like red wine. And if I see it on TV, I, like, salivate. I really want it. I'm like, I need to have that. And so um, – I was just talking to some moms about it and this mom she was like, Oh, my husband and I are getting into something called V No, which is alcohol free wine and I'm like, that's interesting. So she bought me tons of samples. Oh, grape juice. Yeah <laughs> It is <Vultuous>. yeah. <laughs> <It's been done. laughs> No, this one does taste like, it tastes like wine. It doesn't taste like Welch's. So she bought me a whole thing, and she's like, hey, we should do a wine tasting for mom, because that's our, like, moms that are nursing are pregnant women. And so it's like, oh, this is perfect. I can't be the only one out there that... Dies that's dying for like some wine or beer, you know what I mean?
2: When my wife is nursing, I encourage her to drink as much <laughs> wine as possible, meant for many more hours of sleep.
8: Or the beer because the Tata's really like that really <laughs> fills Every up. Hour, yeah. Yeah,
5: I'm fine. it was all good for <laughs> to sleep more than
2: two hours tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
8: That's all right. So, during this chocolate fest, we're going to have our wine, cho- wine and chocolate tasting. So it's like we're you know, piggybacking off of them. So the, the Belmont Business Association itself does a lot of um, excellent things in, as far as like bringing people into the shore. <laughs> so I just wanted to go back when, to that. Uh, when the,
0: the events like that go on, <clears throat> and we've been a part of events and trying to get people to stay open and to participate and stuff, a lot of that stuff is happening on the main drag. Are you able to pull people in the, into the shop? Is it hard to, to, you know, I mean, I'm talking about those type of events. Yeah. And like you know, car show and, you know, the strolling parades, summer, and, parades and stuff like that. Does that kind of take away from things at times? Are, 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 are enough people down there still kind of finding little nooks and crannies to stop in and check out?
8: It's few and far between that people are finding, because we're just, like I said, one business off of Second Street, so we are, and it's like, and it's not, okay, well, anyway. So, yeah, so it is a little bit um, difficult for people to get off of that main street to come to our store, so we've done, like, balloons, music, like, especially during the Stroll and Sabre. Uh, We try to have like a kids zone, so we're trying to build that up as something that you know you can go eat, and then I'll set up tables and you can have your kids. So it's it takes a lot more effort on my part than it would if if I were on the main street. Um, And but I also feel like, and this is part of my gripe, I guess, is that there's a lot of things that are geared toward the the food industry and not necessarily to the retail. So even I talked to some other people who have been there for a long time and they're like, yeah, we don't get any customers during the car show. We don't get any really customers during the Stroll and Saver. They're just there to eat. They're not there to shop. So I wish that the association and eventually hopefully I, I can be a part of that is like helping. How can the retailers really benefit from all this traffic and stuff? So that's kind of like been a little, so not only am I on the side street, but I don't think there's enough for the retailers. Right.
0: I noticed a lot of times because I've been to the, a lot of those the, the events we just mentioned. <clears throat> sometimes on the Looking side, food. sometimes on the side streets, of, they have like things there that don't really encourage you to go into the shops there. Like I, one time we were walking around, and I think they had like a big slide on one of the side streets, you know, for, for kids to, to slide around, and so everybody else was kind of. The shops there didn't seem like they were getting much traffic, but people were kind of in and out of the, the little area where they were. You know, they had set up stuff, which kind of blocked the view of some of the shops at the time yeah. too. So I was, I was just kind of curious about that because you know now you have a big influx of uh, all these people down there, mm-hmm. which would be the perfect time to to tag into some new you know new customer base if if they can actually see you and, and find you there during those
3: events.
8: Totally, like the. um like the kid zone that we're doing, I have to have some girls out there that are also saying, oh, by the way, the store there has 10% off books. Sorry. So you also have to say, you can play here, but remember to go in that store, you know? So it is like, it's, I don't know. And I try to think about myself as like a customer. If I were to go to like a, something like that, you know, out of the neighborhood where I'm not used to going, what would, get my attention and get me to go into a store like that yeah. but it's also nice because even like one or two customers will say like or one or two people will be like oh when i didn't know you were open so it's like okay at least there's some exposure there
0: that's good that's good and anytime you can get some new new faces through the door and you know it's always it's always a good positive thing to, you know because building building that clientele and you know you're talking about a very specific uh, demographic too i mean you're talking young kids and young mothers and stuff like that so you gotta keep building on that and more people come wandering through and more gets out the better
8: yeah and that's how we get a lot of our customers someone asked me that and it's a lot of word of mouth like oh my my friend told me about this like oh good thank you someone's spreading the word because it's (laughs) (laughs) because it's it's rough you know i wish i could be and i'm sure everybody feels this way when you're trying to get something going you because i think no one's going to do it the way that I'm going to do it because this is my business. This is my baby. So I wish that I could be the marketing person out. I wish that I could greet everybody in the store. I wish I can do all the buying, you know, going here and there. And it's like you can't split yourself up, so... When you're hiring someone to do it, or you know you have someone else do it, it's like, okay, you got my, you, like, you understand me, right? Like, you got my vision because this needs to happen.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, UPS bastards! What is this shit?
3: You ordered
0: this. Well, you know, we try to cover a lot and, and, and make sure we get all the information out that you want to get out. Is there anything you want to talk about that we have yet to talk about?
8: I don't.
2: Uh, no. You haven't mentioned anything about a website, I don't think. Have you got a site?
8: We do have a site, and we have a, a shop on our site, actually. Thank you for bringing that up. So it's um, – do, do, do people have to say www dot still? There's,
2: you know, there's somebody out there who's like, <laughs> I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> HTTP
8: <laughs> <laughs> semicolon, <laughs> backslash, backslash. <laughs> so it's born just Born Free Boutique dot com so simple and like our email born boutique at gmail dot com our instagram born free boutique everything is just straight born free boutique um, but we also just opened up our shop, so a lot of the products are some of the products that we have in the store we 're now selling online, so that 's exciting for us too, because it really opens up the market, I guess. <laughs> funny for me to use terms like that like I'm like the market the law like I don't use those like this is so foreign to me but I use it I don't know (laughs) but I just like mailed um something out to somebody in Florida and I'm like oh like all excited like this is going to Florida it's just fun that and I'm like how did this person find me and I don't I I guess I should ask her but it's it's just cool like that you are here I'm here my little boutique in Long Beach and somebody you know, in Florida or in Philadelphia, is buying something from my store. It's like, wow, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, that's it's always cool. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. Yep. Look at me. Why are people in Japan listening to us? that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So yeah, you know, you, you, you when you when you get some, you know, get an order from someplace outside of the area, uh, I mean, it's exciting. It you is know, exciting. It's
8: like, wow, how did you hear about us? That's cool. Yeah, very cool. Do you guys speak a little Japanese? Did you say Japanese?
0: Don't. No. Not at all. Did I? See? Oh yeah, We well, there was a time there where we were getting a lot of listens from uh, Japan, uh-huh. a lot. I mean, a, a lot of listens from Japan, and uh, so I did a little research and I kind of figured it out. There was like some coffee house there that was, was streaming us like twenty four hours a day. So, <laughs> Good thing, good times, man. That's so <laughs> cool! Yeah.
8: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's yeah, awesome.
0: A bunch of language they probably don't want to use, but <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. they want to use
2: it. They just want to use it in the right context. Right context, context.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's very cool. We're gonna take our last break and then we'll come back and wrap things up. How's that to Yeah, great. You're listening to the Super on the Talk Story Radio Network. This is Twenty Eyes. It's called Mrs. Wright. Back
3: after this.
1: today. What's your question?
7: Our continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface, meaning that 71%
8: is comprised of water. Man automatically adapts to environmental conditions. So why do I need to take swimming lessons?
9: Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition
5: can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov, brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA
1: so Jacqueline yes mom I wanted to talk to you about something and oh wait hold on I just got a text oh wait mom I just got a message so many comments on my comment hey guys check out my new video game mom what huh what'd you say
3: this weekend
5: unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org
2: brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council
1: The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors.
5: This is Evan from the Bicycle Stand. Stick it in the big ring, and you're listening to Swoops World.
0: Who's running on the Talk Story Radio Network? We're here with Marina Hernandez from Born Free Children's Boutique. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and joining us tonight.
8: Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I had fun. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I learned a lot and I had fun.
3: <laughs>
8: Once again,
0: before uh, Before we get out, uh, BornFreeChildrensBoutique.com.
8: Born Free BornFreeBoutique.com. BornFreeBoutique.com. Uh-huh.
0: Facebook page.
8: Born Free Boutique. Instagram, Born Free Boutique. Those are the major... We're on Twitter. I think it's Born Free B. Yeah,
0: but it's all on, you know. You can get to it all off your uh, website, right? That's right. Absolutely. And the address once again:
8: One Nine One Park Avenue, Long Beach, nine
0: zero eight zero three. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, anytime you want to step by and uh, hang out, and bring the kids. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna wear my baby. I'll be here for the next. <laughs> Put them on a bike,
8: and we'll go. <laughs> the tandem, yeah, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> we are a few minutes away from Brewskies. We're gonna do some beer tasting, uh, as always. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and come back and do that. This is Josh Domingo. If I had a dollar, back after this.
11: If I had a dollar. I'd spend it all on you And I'd buy you all the things That you've grown accustomed to Cause if I had a dollar I'd waste every cent on you Till I have a dollar Well I hope my heart will do. If I had a quarter, will I take you to the mall? Let you try on all the dresses. Look so pretty in them all Cause if I had a quarter I'd waste every cent on you Until I have a quarter Well I hope my heart will do hope my heart will do, cause it's all I have. And no it is much. And no it's not that big. Cause it's all I have. I wish I had an echo. Put a big smile on your face, and I'd buy you tons of ice cream. Your favorite place. Cause if I had a needle, I'd waste every drop on you. Until I have a needle. Well, I hope my heart will turn. Hold my heart will do. Cause it's all I have. I that.
9: Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Let TalkStream Live transform the way you listen to radio. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes
6: App Store.
1: You're, this, you're listening to the TalkStory Radio Network.
6: This is me and Nasty, and I'm a Virgo. Yo, LJ. Jimena. You're listening to Swoops World Radio. Get with it, but get lost. Very lost. Nice. Swoops World. Yeah,
5: we ain't here. I mean sit next to me. <laughs> so this is how we do it. Listen.
10: Okay, vibe with me as I speak. You witness in the legend. Black Jay, we repping 102 DIY to the depth. Ain't no crutches on me.
0: It's time for Brewskis, our beer tasting segment right here at Soups Throw late night, sponsored by DrinksWinesPirits.com. So grab yourself a glass, pour yourself a brew, and join us right now for Brewskis, sponsored by Spirits.com.
10: It's all me.
0: Woohoo! You heard him. He said
2: that on the air. All me. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the most spectacular part of the. No offense most spectacular part of the show the, most uh, the beer drinking part uh, this is where we officially drink beer tonight we're drinking i love this i'm loving the names already we're drinking smutty nose brewing companies this is these guys from hampton new hampshire Smuttonator. there is something wrong with swoop here swoop picked all this stuff out Smuttonator. Okay? Smutnator is a double bock beer. Here's what they have to say about their own brew. Come visit our brewery. I'm uh, not going to say much about that. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. I, don't, you know, I didn't do my homework here. Our take on the traditional double bock is decorated your drinking pleasure. Uh, I was looking for an alcohol. Yeah. So 9.8%, which... Even for a double box, it's quite high. So I'm a huge fan of box. Uh, They're not especially popular here in America at this time. Um, But the smuttonator is what we're having tonight. Our guest is going to help and join us, join with us. Um, We're going to do a little tasting. We go around. We say what we like, don't like, brutally honest. Second time around, you're going to give a number, 1 through 10. Rain Man over here will give us a... uh, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> an average, <Have> a tour. <laughs> Here we go. Salute, salute to to your new business because you're oh. not even one year old. Yeah.
9: Thank you. You are still
0: new.
8: I am. We
0: always let the guests go first. Tell us what you think. Like it? Don't like it? What you like about it? What you don't like about it? Either or.
8: It's. I think it's tasty. It's um like it's refreshing it's like it tastes crisp and refreshing i don't I, I like it it's not too um thick <laughs>
5: yeah uh it is you know the Bacchus is supposed to be a springtime beer we're almost there mm-hmm. i mean heck the weather we've had in the last few days it's a little confusing but uh yes i i like this you know it's you, cannot, you would not guess from a, a sip or three of this that it's 9 point something percent alcohol.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Yeah. And I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. <laughs> All right, so I finally found the, the, this thing here, so I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, better late than never. Better late than never, right. Smutnader Double Box displays a characteristically full malt flavor that can only come from using the best German specialty malts in traditional doc- decoction, decoction, mashing technique. The extra effort also adds a lot of extra time each batch, but that's the only way to get to the nuttiness, toffee notes, and characteristically smooth. Uh oh. Mel, melanoidin. Melanoidin. I think they made that up. Melanoidin characters of smuttonator?
0: Yeah. <laughs> character
2: <laughs> <laughs> beer drinkers expect from a double buck. When you drink smuttonator I just love that. You will you'll you'll see that it's time well spent. So uh Apparently, these guys have won a few awards as well for this beer. So, uh, uh, it's my go. I am loving this. As I said uh, before we even tasted this, I'm a huge Bach fan. And this is. A Bocking really good. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Yes, I like that. Well done. So, is it a great beer? Good beer?
0: It's fantastic beer. Um, and, and like you said, it's. Um, Got a lot of it got a lot of flavor I mean, mm-hmm. it it packs a, a good punch um it's very smooth and you say it's not real heavy or thick as you said. um yeah, you know but it looks like you know the, the, from the looks sort of the color of it i would think it'd be a, a, a heavier beer mm-hmm. but it's not um mm-hmm. i do like the fact that it's what did you say nine point 9.8 9.8 we, we had a 10.0 last week 9.8 today um but it's uh, really tasty and i don't know that i have had a lot of bucks, I've had a few, but I think as far as the ones I can think of, this uh, this is top of the charts. Yeah, this is, yeah, I'm with you, man. Great beer. On mm-hmm. a scale of one to ten, ten being best.
8: Uh, I'd say eight.
0: Eight. Timo. She took the word right out of my mouth. This is an
2: ocho for me. And I'm
8: I'm gonna go all the way with a nine. Ooh. Yeah, man. I'm,
3: I'm, 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 I'm this. Maybe it's because we don't
2: taste a lot of box, so maybe a little bias here. But I I am liking this.
0: Uh, it is really really good. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the nines I've given out. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm comfortable with an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could have got one of nine. You had an eight now. <laughs> know, I'm don't, good with an, eight, I'm with, with an eight, though. <laughs> I'm comfortable with an
2: eight. That's good. It gives us an 8.25. 8.25. Right.
0: 8. What are we eating with this, Peter?
2: Uh, Well, this is uh, interesting because the interesting thing about boxes they tend to not be super hoppy. Um, and sometimes box are sweet, which is, I think, why they're not.
0: This is a. I think I said, what was the IV on this one?
2: I didn't see it. Did you see it? I
3: thought I did. But
2: it's, it's, the thing is, it's quite, yeah, it's not usually very, very hoppy, but it's, it's quite balanced as far as the hop and malt. So that allows a lot of flexibility as far as what you can serve with. Uh, I think this is, I'm trying to think, I mean, you know, like that gourmet gorgonzola burger with like, you know, little fried onions on top of it. This will go well with it, as well as something that's a little more sophisticated. Uh, I'm thinking like you know, like flank steak or even a, even a fillet. it go with your fillet as long as you don't flavor it too heavy with like some some really powerful sauces. Mm-hmm. So like this is something that can go with a variety of those middle courses. Um, it's a bit strong for anything probably in the fish, unless you're thinking. Uh, swordfish with some you know, swordfish, uh, maybe some tuna. This might go with tuna, depending on what you did with it. So anyhow, this is a flexible beer, but it's mostly in that middle range. It's it's probably too heavy for most
0: of your. Unless yeah, and for me, it's I can see the the beef. I'm not going to get to seafood with it though.
2: Yeah, seafood. I'm just trying to think because it, it's not too heavy. You might be able to do something. You know, sometimes people like to do like, uh, like, like even like a. a Tuna with with like a teriyaki. This might kind of hold up to maybe.
0: That's a yeah, stretch. Hold up I would, anything wrong like a tartare or, yeah,
2: yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you know, uh, I could see that going that way for sure. Strong flavors, but not the overwhelming flavors. You know, this is not the cab salve of beers. It's more that middle range. This is like the the lighter zinfandel.
3: Fucking <laughs> wrong! Fucking i believe it
2: but that being said, this is probably sort of the Merlot of beers. You know, it's that sort of middle ground. It's a little bit sweet, not too hoppy, but it's it's it, you know, it's in there. Excellent. But this particular one is is very well made.
0: 8.25, that's a good score. Ah, brisky sponsored by drinkswinespirits.com. That's brisky sponsored by drinkswinespirits.com. Go there, trying to the beer, mother, month club. A case of beer each month. No, they won't. Uh, <laughs> see? He said, let's go ahead and say a case. They'll send you a uh, so yeah, <laughs> box of beer. <laughs> box of beer. Rectangular
3: carton filled with beer bottles. <laughs>
0: They'll
2: send you a dozen beers. Uh, Not a no, baker's no. dozen either.
0: Uh, from four well, different nice. breweries. And yeah, when you do that, you help us out here at Swoops World. We are about uh, ten minutes away from Anthony Davis calling in to talk to him about some, uh, what's happening in the world of sports. We are going to take a quick break. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. And this is Alamantra. This is called Move On. Back after this. <laughs>
1: I'm in the car next to you on the highway. I sit in front of you on the bus. I'm one out of every six Americans, and I'm struggling with hunger. This isn't an uncontrollable epidemic. There's enough food in this country to feed every hungry person. Please, visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those around you, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding
6: America and the Ad Council.
4: Hey, this is Kate Pearson from the B-52s for RAD. Getting drunk is your own business, but when you drive drunk, you make it everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you.
10: A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the
9: National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.
1: Talk Story Radio. This is Doc Johnson,
2: Gary Corman, and Alan Frank. We're the Heat, heat seekers, seekers, and, and you're listening, listening to Swoop's World. World.
0: And welcome back to the Talks to Her Network. Uh, we're going to be talking to A.D. in a few minutes. Uh, looks like he needs a little extra time, so <laughs> we'll be talking to him uh, about five minutes Soon-ish. later than we initially uh, were planning on doing, but uh, we will do that. Um, T-Bone is in the house, as I said. You know, you know he, he showed up uh, yeah, early today. It's nice to have him in here for the uh, entire thing. time. Well, I mean, early for him. I was here before the show started. Exactly, which is man. a rare occurrence these it is, it is days. a rare occurrence these days, man. So you've been busy uh, planning uh, parties and such. Yeah,
3: yeah. Ah.
5: Planning a big party. How's that going? It's it's going, man. Uh, some major <laughs> steps have been cemented. So money has been put down.
3: Um,
5: no going, no going back now without causing some real problems. <laughs> Causing a serious shitstorm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good though. You know, I'm, I'm glad that that part is. Yeah,
3: that's. Sort of there, one list is. Like cross yeah. that off the list. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. And the list just got a lot longer though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Originally, it was a very short list. That list we can pretty much crumble, away, crumble and throw away now. The list is
0: a little longer, but
5: it's good. It's exciting.
0: Oh, God. Uh, audible.com.
2: Audible.com. So if you were to go to the home of Swoops World page, you will find a, a link to audibletrial.com forward slash Swoops World. Um, and that would take you to uh, Audible, uh, the Audible site, which um, is a way for you to listen to great, great titles. There's 250,000 titles, last we heard. Um Everything, just everything under the sun. Lots and lots of great performers. Who's been, uh, what are you on, like
0: 25th book I, of the... I actually, I, like actually, branching out? I actually stepped away for one book. Taking uh, a little Jack Reacher break. <laughs> gonna a, you guys going to laugh at how far away I moved away. <laughs> American Sniper. <laughs> Chris Kyle story. Awesome, awesome, awesome book. Uh, but yeah, and then I'll go back to Jack Reacher. Yeah, but well, you know, actually, Jack Reacher's uh, you know fiction. Uh, you know, with you know, some nonfiction here in this time. Yeah, uh, oh, and that's the
2: thing is there's something for everybody. Yeah. There's a, like I just picked up. shoot, uh, uh, I forget the author's name, but it's a spy stuff uh, from the '90s. So it's like kind of like spy stuff. The guy was writing in the '90s, and now he's got a whole series, Dan Silva, going all the way through till current time so i pick I, I pick up the first book which started in the mid-90s if i remember right
0: so yeah, yeah you know that's Get gonna hooked. lead you down that path right? i know that's like 15 books from the jack Reacher. Yep. <laughs> yep. down the rabbit hole yep, yep. so yeah. when would you
2: listen to these things there's, there's lots of great times i listen as swoop, as swoop does uh, uh you know when you're on a bike ride those hard stretches where you just Need to sort of zone out uh, in the car, drown out your kids when you're traveling on the train, in the plane. You just, you you can't, you want to, your mind needs to wander. You want to read a book, but you can't because whatever you're doing doesn't allow for that. That's what this is great for. Uh, If you go and check this out, uh, audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld, you'll get your first book for free. Uh, and then we'll earn a few pennies that way. That's great. And uh, that is just a great way to just set up and get those regular titles.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Draft Kings, man.
5: Draft Kings. All righty. If you are on swoopsworld.com right now, check out the right-hand side of the page. You're going to see something that says $20 bajillion guaranteed. (laughs) Click on it. You won't be sorry unless you're really lame, in which case you're probably sorry about most things.
3: Um,
5: but the cool thing about DraftKings is that you get to pick a team, fantasy sports-wise, and dump it after a week, a day, if you want, whatever. Um, it's a good time, you know. It's it's fantasy sports for the non-committal and the people who have. Slogged their way through 17 weeks of god-awful fantasy football. You got one last shot at glory, and it comes on Sunday. So get on there. Take one more final shot at it. Don't deflate anything. Just, just you know, give it your all. Swoopsworld.com <laughs> 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 slash DraftKings.
0: If you want to get in shape, stay in shape. Uh, train for a special or a specific event. Go see our good friend Jack Nunn over at rowworks fitness r o w o r x uh, they have indoor rowing boot camp i don't know indoor rowing boot camp personal training and much much more he also uh, specializes in uh, training people for triathlons uh, he's an avid triathlete himself Competes uh, quite frequently, and he's actually uh, doing some uh, specific training for people who want to train for triathlons. Also, they have yoga, boot camp, you name it. Plenty of things going on there. 5750 Boathouse Lane here in Long Beach, 90803. Go online at www.roworx.com or give them a call at 562 688 1716. Utilize in any of those ways. Let them know. Swoops World sent you. Your first week is free. Where to bike Orange County? Where to Bike Orange County? Uh, it's a book I wrote, part of a travel series.
2: Uh, there's about a dozen titles. I covered Orange County. Orange County is a very friendly bike place for the most part. At least it, it can be if you check out the book. I can I have detailed uh, eighty rides, thirty of those kid rides, fifty of those uh, adult rides that are very very friendly, uh, enjoyable uh, bike rides. Geared towards the recreational rider, these rides cover the very casual four or five mile rides to much more challenging 50 mile rides. Each ride has uh, things to to do along the way, places to uh, points of interest where you can stop and uh, rest, and it all comes with a companion now. Which swoop always forgets to use? <laughs> He's also in the book. So I don't know how he can forget these things, but he does. Anyhow, Swoop's, uh, where to Bike uh, Orange, uh, right. <laughs> Orange County? It is. Right. Where to Bike Orange County? You can find this book in your local bike shops, uh, in the Barnes and Nobles. If you're in the uh, Long Beach, Orange County area, are are carrying them, uh, as are the REIs. So. Know if you got to just go out and get the book, that's the way to go. If you are a little more patient and you are willing to have it delivered to your doorstep, Amazon uh, will do that. You go to the Swoops World page and find the link, it'll take you right there, and uh, we'll earn a few pennies along the way. Where to bike, Orange County.
0: Now, I have to admit though, I did use it the last time I was in that area because I was texting you when Mm -hmm. I was at my lunch break and you said something about the app. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I, I use it to get part of the way home from there the app is useful because
2: it, it takes the route that you're supposed to take and kind of works with your Google Maps on your phone already if you're if you're a, at least if you're an Apple user uh, and it there's the, that blue dot that's you there's that blue dot you're supposed to be following and there's that red line where you're going and you need to make all that line up and uh, it's So, it's super simple that way. Like, I need to turn left here. I need to turn right there. Uh, So, it's very useful. Uh, Very, very practical. I I,
0: I know I will use it again because I think in April I'm going to do another ride down uh, down south. Uh Uh-huh. And... uh, getting through uh, San Juan cap, Mm -hmm. I will definitely be using it for that because I'm not going to be doubling back this time around.
3: Uh (laughs) On my trip. That
0: takes up too much time. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. We're about three minutes away from talking to A.D., and uh, we'll give him a call and uh, chat with him about a few things. What's on tap for the team on the timeout
5: tonight? We will talk about a little bit about this game coming up. I don't know. Pro Bowl? It's supposed to be a big deal. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl much. <laughs> it
0: was in Arizona, though, right? Yeah. It was the same field. Uh, apparently, what they have been doing now the, the the Pro Bowl is the week. It used to be after the Super Bowl. That's the week before. And it's at the same location as the Super Bowl, right? That's the
5: yeah, they've been doing it the week before for the last. You know, probably four or five years, I think. Maybe a little longer. But and that's that was part of the point was that the week after the Super Bowl, everybody is fatigued. They really don't care. Even hardcore football fans really absolutely <laughs> don't care about the Pro Bowl a week after the Super Bowl. So they're trying to bring it back under the umbrella, kind of make it part of the buildup and the hoopla. But nobody cares still.
3: So, <laughs> did you watch it? I did not. Yeah.
5: And they moved it. Now, yeah, it's not in Hawaii as of this year. You yeah. Know, um, granted, you know, a lot of these folks, a lot of these guys that live in places that suck in the wintertime still probably can't complain too much about Arizona this time of year well, in I, comparison. I
0: was reading some article, I forgot who wrote it, but the I still thing. don't want to go there. Uh, I'm saying... <laughs> the the as, as someone out here in Southern California,
5: Arizona is no winter retreat for me. Well,
0: one of the, the article I was reading, and like I said, I forgot who wrote it, but basically he was saying, you know... A trip to Hawaii for most of these millionaire athletes is, like, no big deal. They, they do that on their own when they feel like it anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, just put it where the Super Bowl is, and they'll be just happy to be there during the, the whole week of festivities. So Yeah. yeah so. Um, and then, you know, the Kings are uh,
3: struggling. Yeah, huh?
5: yeah, the Kings are struggling. Uh, the Lakers are they're still doing better though. than that team in purple and gold. Yeah. <laughs> Caught a little bit of last night's game, and it yeah, was just...
0: They, they dropped. They had an 18 point lead or something, correct? I think they were
5: up 18 or 20 and yeah. pissed it away so fast, wow. in the happens. words of Jimmy Buffett.
0: It happens, man. Anyway, uh, uh, let's see if I can get AD on the line here, man. He, uh, yeah. yeah well, let's see what we can do here. Let's, let's do that. Let's, see, let's, see. let's get his intro going. It gives us some.
10: Good evening
0: and Good evening. welcome back to the show. Anthony Davis, he is a five-time national champion over at USC for football and baseball. He played in the NFL, the USFL, the CFL, Pop Warner, you name it, World Football League. Lots of places. How's it going, AD?
10: I'm doing fine.
0: It's always uh, always great to have a chance to chat with you. We're going to jump right into it, man. I'm not going to start off with football this, year, this week. I want to start off with... Uh, let's talk about a little basketball here. Uh Kobe Bryant, he uh, he had a rotator cuff injury this year. Uh he's down, uh he's down for the season. Uh, he's had some injuries the last couple of years. Uh you as a professional athlete, you know there comes a time in a guy's career where the injuries are coming more frequently than uh uh playing out through the season. Uh do you think his body has has taken its toll and uh do you do you come back and, and try to go out a uh, full season on an on on upswing, or do you do you, you call in? And you say I've had a good career and move on.
10: Well, first of all, he can fully heal the rotor cuff, but you know, when you start breaking down like that, the way he's been playing for twenty straight years will be twenty years next year. What he needs to do, he is fully healthy. The organization can totally depend on him to carry. Him. You need to start fresh, start building a team. If he can contribute next year, fine. The father was in his mind, he said, hey, they rewarded me. What I should do is just get ready to go off in the sunset. But if he can contribute next year, that'll be fine. But all to of purpose, he's done. Yeah. Part of it. I, was, I just don't see, but when you blow a key to center out, it changes your whole dynamic, of your body. You know, so I know how that thing works.
3: Right.
0: I was reading an article today. Uh, it was an interview with. Uh, Brett Favre, and uh, you know his uh, the, the season before he retired, he uh, you know got close to the Super Bowl. I think he got one game away, and he decided to come back even in it for his nineteenth year. And they asked him if he had any regrets because it was such a it was such a bad year. And his his thoughts were, you know, I came so close the year before. I always you know I think the, the mindset is. You know, I should I should have tried to go back next year and see if we can get to the final, you know, get to the Super Bowl again. And he says, but even though we had a lousy year by last year, he says it took all those took all those questions away. He says, you know, I'm, I I no longer enjoyed getting hit. Uh, you know, I knew I was done. Uh, you know, there was no chance of you know going any further. And he says, I in in his mind. He has no regrets for coming back that last year where it was just a bad year, which is kind of what Kobe's going through. Well, they didn't do well last year either, but um, but he's kind of going through the same a similar situation this year. I mean, he, you know, he's been bruised up and banged up. And, and you know, do you think – do you say, you know, I've had a good career and step away or, you know, come, try to come back and make something happen? So, you know, I understand your point. But, uh, you know, you, you, different guys have different thoughts, but I uh, always – understand what people are going through or we don't always understand what people are going through, but it's interesting to hear people's uh, thoughts on it who actually play the game.
10: See so you got to remember he went from one organization to another that that's different to say that but when you go to another organization with different players and different schemes, that's another thing he was still trying to adapt the New York Jets when he knew Minnesota Viking. So with, with that in place uh, that also is one thing but also too, Uh, uh, Mr. Farb and Mr. Bryant, talk to me when you're 50, 55. Then then you realize what you did to your body, okay?
0: We have a – this week is Super Bowl week. Uh, A lot of of things are happening this week with all the press junkets and everything. Uh, There are guys who do not like to talk to the press. Um, Marshawn Lynch. uh, But you get fined if you don't. So Marshawn, you know, he gets up there and repeats the same phrase over and over. I think the reporters get pissed off. Uh, I think it's fairly humorous for a short period of time. Uh, I think he's got to do five minutes. He, he gets up at the end of that five minutes and walks off. His teammates give him all kind of support. They say that's just him. You know, he doesn't like the, the interviews and stuff like that. Uh, I hear reporters bad-mouthing him. They don't like it because they can't get a story what are your thoughts uh, on the league's rules that you have to uh, make yourself available to the press?
10: First of all, you know, I, I mean, I don't I, well, I don't understand Mark's attitude. I do, but I don't. Uh, he has a problem with the press, with a lot of people, the other press. I even have a problem with the press, but I'll talk to him. But I can tell you, if he had done that 30 years ago, he could be a put-out-the-league. <laughs> and you saw that with Wayne Thomas, the, the superstar, Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl. They talked about the kind of year the after, year after six months, six months, the year after that, he was out of the league and, and he got picked up by the Redskins and he he eventually put out the league. So uh, this is a whole different day now. But in terms, see, Marlech, marshall Lynch, if he has my truly advice and he really expected, he should go talk to a guy like Deion Sanders who can really talk to him. If I was this guy, this I call him the kid, if I was this guy, I would build my brand and have my brand the way because you know he is a beast he's a he's he's the best player he's the best runner in the league along with Adrian Peterson and those are the two top backs as far as I'm concerned. he would just work on his brand and somebody get through his head that you know you need to talk to the press because he already has two commercials and that works that's working he got progressive and he has Skittles which I think is great by the time they woke up and and and, and deal with this guy but if if I'm him I will converse on some, and, and, what, and what he should do, just pick out a couple net, uh, networks of people that he wants to talk to, and just limit it to that, <laughs> and let people feed off, and let him, let people feed off a couple of it, and just let, let them let them be the chicken, let them eat off and bite of meat <laughs> it, just, and if he wants if he wants to do it, that would just cut him totally off. I don't understand it, and, unless they got a hidden marketing plan, and somebody's advised him to do that. We'll all find out, but you know, obviously he got two commercials just by being who he is, and so he's become a cult figure in the Seattle area and with, with the winning Seattle situation. And also Paul Allen, who, basically, you know, in his early days, he, he, he beats his own drum. Pete Carroll does. So this whole organization don't—they don't have a problem with it, and now that they, they support him, so the, the main thing is one thing he does that's really unique is. There's one thing he he has in his corner, his organization, and his teammates, and that really is all that matters to him today. the day. right? You see, because he he he's not in trouble off the field. He's not getting to like he did with the gun stuff and the hit and run stuff up in Buffalo. He is is a good is a good citizen now, and you know he he does have a problem with the press and being in front of the camera. So and then you know Richard Sherman also stated that. But he, he goes in for advice. So he, he's doing something in that locker room. And I think it starts and ends with Marcel Lynch. He's a sonic, walk with a big stick, walks off with the carry a big stick. But sometimes people are confused based on well, how he approaches the media. I mean, I understand it, but I don't understand it. But I, and, and I'm an old school guy, and I know if I'd have done that, i had been out to the neighborhood. <laughs> 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 so so, I, so, so see, I grew up in Jim Crow. And, and I, I know you couldn't get away with that 35, 40 years ago. You can't do that. But this is a new day now. Anything goes. Anything goes now. You know they'll find a way to market anything. A good behavior, bad behavior, whatever. It really on such things. Bad behavior now, because you know something. Somebody's giving him a lot of money. Based on his behavior, right. Skittles. They're giving him. they paying, paying him money. Progressives. They're paying him money just based on. Well, you know why I'm here. Because I don't want to get wrong We did you know. But but things have changed. There's a whole new game today with social media, and you know, and like that Hattie add on. That's his, thing, that's, that's his That's his,
0: that's, that's his company.
10: And that's his own company, and and, and, and they sold out over, over, online. They sold out. Yeah. So somebody somebody's being smart with him, or they're being defiant toward the NFL. We'll find out that the NFL is going to find him for that. But the money they're taking from him, he's making double and triple times. He's paying him for his fine. So basically, when the day is over, the fines, they find, fine. He's got all that money back. So it's a wash. Matter of fact, he got all that money, that he got fined and more. And if he wins the Super Bowl, <laughs> the day, he'll make even more money. And guess, and guess what? If he's MVP, Is he going to say, I'm going to Disney, I think he'll say that.
5: <laughs> I'm just thinking. <thankful. laughs>
10: so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's, an it's an interesting scenario based on how this man is dealing with the press and everything else. And, you know, hey, I'm not going to go down. The, first of all, he's not talking. Okay, well, people say need, Goodell needs to talk once a week. Okay, that makes sense. He really needs to be talking based on, you know, insight, gate, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. They need to be talking. And now, you know, now, you know Kraft can come out and say that, that, you know, they converse, they talk all the time. Well, Mr. Sherman said, well, do you think that's a conference. Well, you know, the, the, the bottom line, in fact, like I said earlier, anything goes now, and some people think the NFL's out of control, and, and some people think the NFL shows a lot of hypocrisy because of what's going on this year. Marsh Lynch, Marshall Lynch, you know. So, I mean... To me, it's pretty, it's pretty confusing. And I know the listeners out there say, you know, well, okay, what's AD talking about? Well, the thing is, this is, this is a very go round of a bunch of BS going on that they need to clean up. And they need to protect that brand.
5: I think it's a, a remarkable testament to the ability of the NFL to lock stories down. And yeah. to keep people on their minding their p's and q's during the media sessions, the fact that all we've had to talk about really during the during the week plus building up to the Super Bowl is That's deflated that. footballs and a guy not talking to the media. Yeah,
3: <laughs> those are
5: the biggest stories those coming out of the Super Bowl, which is incredible have, considering the fact that we got two got two really fucking good football teams are about to play against each other, yeah. and we're talking about shit that has little to zero to do with the football on the field. And they're both complete non-stories. I mean, really, there's nothing to talk about apparently about the Super Bowl. It's incredible.
0: I agree, Ad. Before we get deep down into the Super Bowl, I want to ask you uh, your thoughts on, on something else I watched this week. I watched the. Uh, uh, I always watch a football life. I always talk about that, and this week was uh, Bill Walsh. But the question I have is, um, he uh, there are two stories that I heard. And uh, I want to get your thoughts on
10: uh, – I can't remember There's if it was – Before you go on, I have a little kid that I want to say hello to. His name is Jacob. He's going to be a future NFL player. His daddy play. <laughs> he's going to be at least 6'7", 300-something pounds. And they say he's a beast already. I just want to say hello to him tonight. And, and now you can go to bed. Now if you do your homework. <laughs> wish you'd have told me that before I dropped the F bomb. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, you know, I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to say that. But but but, but that's okay. He he he. He, yeah, he understands. Yeah. So, uh, so, so continue, my brother. All
0: right. So there's a there's a couple of There was a during the during this uh, show they they were talking, and I'm not. Uh, it was either. Uh, Clark or Cross, who who related one of the stories, and then the other one I heard. Basically, Walsh said to one of them, he says, You got about six more good six more years in the league. And he says, uh, but only three of them are gonna be here for with the with the 49ers, because I want you at your best. So uh, you know, think about what you're gonna do after that. And the other story I heard, he told a guy, he says, uh, you know, you might want to he goes, I'm sure you could uh this is a – I'm paraphrasing here. Basically what he was saying was I'm sure you'll be valuable to somebody else for one or two more years. Uh, but if you want to retire a 49er, as a 49er, this is your last year because uh, you're not coming back here next year. Um, and the players talked about how blunt he was with stuff like that. Now, it's a business, and we understand it's a business. Uh, is, but is, is that a unique perspective of, of a specific coach, or does a lot of that go on around the league?
10: Not that blatant like that. You might talk behind scenes to a gentleman, just you know. I've seen so and so player A versus player B. Player A has maybe three years left, in my opinion. And that's just a matter of opinion. Now, the only thing that's bad about that, if that comes back to haunt you. Just for example, you take like, like I've always used Corey Dillon that goes to the Patriots. Now, you don't ever want to be caught up in a situation like that. When you say you're done, when people say a player's done, he goes to another team. And in this situation, this this guy goes to another team, rushes for 16 yards, wins the Super Bowl, okay, for this team, they say he's washed up and that's when the last championship they won. And that's the thing that it being was worth doing the Patriots. But that's what happened. so you gotta remember a lot of times people say that these players watch and they go into the Oakland Raiders and, and they were part of Oakland Raiders uh Super Bowl team. Like you know, uh, a few players that come, the that went up some other teams. that so they were all washed up. They go on there, and then off of there, Greg Pruitt, Super Bowl champ. You know, that went went from Cleveland to to the Raiders. He won a Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, and, and I could tell you many stories like that. So when you make a statement like that to a ball player, you better make sure you you know what you're talking about. Well, either you but or you or you make sure you trade the ball player out of your conference, so he's buried, so he's buried, so he doesn't come back to haunt you. They were so convinced that Corey Dillon was done. You know, they said, well, it doesn't matter where he goes. He's done. He couldn't do it here. He's not going to do it anywhere else without the ego talking. Now, I don't. You know, they're not that blunt in a If I ever heard a story of some coach telling the player that he, he, had, a, he had to be a secondary player, a 3rd green guy, that they wanted to discard. But I never heard him saying to, talking to a starter or a, or a person that's essential to the ball. So, but I never heard that. And if somebody's ever said that, I'd be shocked. And Bill Walsh said that. That's hard to believe unless it's documented. That, uh, and You're talking about Walsh, right? Yeah. Well, I've never heard that, and I know guys that played for him. I, mean, I know Wendell Tyler was a teammate of mine. You know, I would love to ask Wendell about that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Roger Cranston, I'd love to ask him about that. Yeah. Ronnie Lott, I would love to ask Ronnie about that. So I'm just saying, I don't know if you're so blatant to talk about somebody's you know, longevity in the sport because we even know the short-lived lifespan anyway. But to tell a guy, man, you got two more years, three years—that's pretty bold to say that. I don't think ownership of the NFL would like to even know that that, that goes on. Well, I think the commissioner problem. I think the commissioner would have a problem with that.
0: It's interesting because uh, yeah, you know, the, you know, Ron, Ronnie Lott was part of this uh, part of this uh, show. And a lot of the guys said that you know there was when there there was times where uh, you know playing for him, uh, you know he alienated you know a lot of the players because of the, kind of his personality or attitude. But they all loved him in the end. Uh, they said that I think he actually became a uh, I don't want to say a better person, but uh, a more approachable person uh, after he after he got out of you know left left coaching uh, from the 49ers and. and uh, I
10: guess when he got ill uh, the last couple of years of his life. Well, but. well, well first, first of all, if, if he did that, well, he's still going to have the same enemy. I mean, whether in life and death. I mean, you can get out of football and you're tired and, and you did your damage, supposedly, to, uh, to someone. And then also, you have to remember uh, back in the day when Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh was the, the heavy, heavyweight in the league, like, you know, Pete Carroll's of the world and, and the Belichick's of the world, that's what he was. Okay, when Bill Walsh would saying you couldn't play for him, and that was sort of resonating across the league, you see. So people, it, it, it was like he would tarnish if he said, based on what you're saying to me, if he said that, that he would tarnish somebody else's potential career after, he, after 49ers. Yeah. So if Bill Walsh says that you couldn't play anymore, that could affect you across the league. And, and, and basically, what that's, basically what that's doing is pretty much back, blackballing your ability whether you can play anymore. Because because the forty nine was a team to play for back in the back in the you know eighties and nineties. Okay, so uh even with Seaford being there. But but if that's if that's holds to be true, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough after the swallow man. I mean, that's that that's something else. So therefore, even though in life and death he still rubs some people the wrong way, if that's the truth. Right.
3: Um
0: that's good to the Super Bowl, but I want to throw one out. You're talking about people who said people were washed up. I think Buzzy Bavese said Nolan Ryan was washed up, and he pitched about what two or three no hitters after that. But yeah, a lot of these guys say these things, and uh, you know, guys still have a lot a lot of game left in them. Man,
10: well, like I've always said, you flourish based on the system you're in. You know, if you got a guy that's all oh, man, the guy played six years, and he's all washed, you can't do anyone. And all of a sudden. The next day, somewhere, he's in the Super Bowl. He, he could be the MVP of the Super Bowl. It was essential you was into to the tournament. And you and you you you, you take like what's going on with uh, 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 the circumstances of Garrett Blount. Now, now, they saw what happened when being the Patriots and being essential them, a kind of a piece of being them in the, being in the Super Bowl this year. Well, I guarantee, you, if something went on with the Pittsburgh Steelers behind the scenes that we don't know yet that either somebody didn't tell him the truth or whatever, and he was so distorted that he just walked off the field. Something else was going on within the organization to make the guy do that. Now, I'm not going to walk off the field knowing that I'm going to walk away from my mother knowing that I knew the Patriots wanted me to be anyway. So that's another thing of tampering going on. But, but the bottom line is for him to walk out and get released and end up with the Patriots, that means something went on behind the scenes that they said to him that we don't know yet, which will come out, what he would be the promise, from a contractual standpoint or what, or what Tomlin was talking about him and how he was gonna be used. And not could be used that much, he reacted. It's not good that he was, was released based on the circumstances, but guess where he landed? He's in the Super Bowl. And guess what? If he if he becomes a and the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, how does Gonna to to look at the Pittsburgh Steelers? See, so so that's why you gotta be careful how you deal with players. And stuff, and these need to be, be amiable and be nice and be uh, classy and stuff. You just don't, you know, you don't want to throw them out to the wolves and let a piece of meat wander out there with a wolf and jump on him and eat him. You know, that's that's the nature of the beast. So I think I think basically the league needs to be careful with that. I think that the very much situation, is basically, what you're telling me about the Bill Walsh situation, and here's, here's another here's another Corey Dillon bingo thing again. Here's a guy that's discarded. He's with the piece with the Patriots they're in the super bowl he had hundred fifty-something yards rushing for a touchdown oh okay there's something to him, that, that's what I think, it varies from system to system and how they feel about, you. and the only reason what the to Pittsburgh now uh, they didn't offer, they didn't offer him, uh, the money. but now obviously the, the Patriots paid him the money <laughs>
0: Well, I tell you, let's uh, uh first of all, uh we got a little thing on our on our uh, chat room here that Jacob heard your shout out and he was uh, he excited about it. So you, you done good, AD. You 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 people proud, man.
10: That's good. He's a, he's a good little kid and uh and uh, I enjoyed his company, him and his parents. And uh good, love children, love kids. He you know, he's excited that uh that, that you know, he's going to school and we want to be the best you can be.
0: Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl, man. Uh, you know, uh, hype week. Uh, I, I kind of find it hard to get into all the hype week. Uh, I really don't give a rat's ass about a lot of that stuff. But uh, it's interesting sometimes to see some of the some of the some of the interviews and stuff. But uh, game time, man. What are you What are you looking at here? I mean, how do these teams match up?
10: Well, the so people. First of all, the number one seed. Two, probably the two best coaches in the league as we speak now. They got great strategies and approaches to the game. And it's going to be a hell of a chess match, I'm telling you. Gonna, you're going to see more Jesse's in this game. The key thing is this for the Patriots, they got to run the ball along with Brady. Because if that front, if that front, when Seattle gets to him, it's all over. Seattle wins that game big time. Okay. And, 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 and I, I believe the edge goes to Seattle with the run game. I think, I think that, I, I think everybody's talking about the, the overall best corner of the game is Revis. He can play all positions. But I bet, you know, but he matches up with everybody on that defensive side with, uh, with Seattle. But overall, I believe Seattle's the best defense of, of the two. But, but like I said before, Belichick knows how to exploit. And T. Carroll knows how to exploit. And I'm just telling you, if Marshall Lynch and Wilson is doing what they need to do, even though you know, it's not the, the so called reputation wide receivers on both sides, if if the Seahawks do what both of them think they can do, it's Seahawks. You know, but all of them but I'm just saying, like Stephen A. Smith says on ESPN, if you can get Brady to start cap dancing like Gregory Hines within that little pocket. Because he's not gonna break containment scramble. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna beat you in the pocket. Now if you gotta collapse that pocket on him, that's gonna be a long day for see it for, for for uh for the Patriots and not I I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna go with the Seahawk. I mean, and you know something and I, and, and I'm and I'm being very close chested with that, but I'm gonna go with the Seahawks because of uh I think overall they got the better approach because of the players. I think Wilson can can, can break containment versus Brady can He's got to do all his stuff and throwing the ball, and he better feed on the But I think there he's the expert. is the expert, in my opinion. Who, he's the X-factor. Who who
0: who, who, uh, who stops Gronkowski?
10: Oh, you got uh what's the big what's the big safety's name? Chancellor Camp, camp is it Camp Chancellor. Mm-hmm. That's who that's, camp Chancellor. That, that's a, that Chancellor has to be the man. He's the only one that can go up against that guy. Chancellor versus, versus Grump. That's it. Gronkowski and, and Chancellor. That is it. Who wins that battle? Whoever wins that battle and, 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 and in terms of the Patriots protecting Brady, that's the key. But but if if if, 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 uh, if the Patriots front line does not does not protect Brady, it doesn't matter. You can have three grown out it. It's not going to happen. You saw what they did to uh, the Broncos last year. That's the same situation that that Brady faces now. The, the, now I do believe that that uh, the Patriots mix it up better than what Fox, John Fox is doing with the with the Broncos with Peyton Manning because it's too much Manning anyway. They got to mix it up. They got to do a balanced pass. Maybe a little bit more run, more or less run. But you got to have the ball, You have to run the ball in order to beat the beat the Seahawks. If not, it's not going to happen. I'm going Seahawks if they don't do that. Yeah, like, fact, I'm just going to pick the Seahawks. I'm, 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 you know something? I'm a die I'm gonna live and die with that.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, I like to see it win, but I, I, I think it's, this is going to be one of the closest games I, 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 I've seen every Super Bowl ever. And uh, I, think, uh, I think this is going to be one of the closer ones. I, I don't see anybody blowing anybody out. I think it's a good matchup. I think uh, they both have a, a lot of positives, and I think there's a few negatives on each end. I, I, you know, the, the Seahawks uh, have started slow uh, the, the last, I don't know, bunch of games I've watched them play and they, they've had they've you know they've, they've come to life during the game uh, I've seen the the Patriots at, you know most of the games I watched this year uh, started off a little bit better in the beginning uh, there's a couple of games where they came from behind but I think uh, I think it's a good matchup I think that you, you, uh, the uh, Seahawks are have a tough time guarding Gronkowski I think if if uh, the Seahawks' or offensive line is, is uh, blowing holes like they can do, then you're going to see Marshawn Lynch going to be difficult to deal with. Uh, they're, they're, you know Edelman. You know, never know what he what he can do. And then you got that run. You know that, that what they call that run option offense that uh, Seattle does. So it's going to be a fun game. I think there's a lot of lot of options there for for everybody, no matter who you who you who you like. Uh, but I think this will be one of the exciting ones. I don't think this is going to be a blowout uh, one of those boring Super Bowls.
10: Well, you know, you you can you, on paper it says it won't be a blowout. On paper, it says it's going to be a tight game, but I can tell you, it's get to Brady, or well, vice versa, either one. I mean, it's going to be a long day for both sides. The only thing is, I'm just I'm just going to more versatile team, and suppose on, on paper more speed. That's what I'm going with. But yes, but you like you said, it's proven that the Patriots can blow you out too. But the kid, the key and them blowing Seattle out, they got, they better, they got to protect Brady straight out. It's not going to happen. If they don't, if they don't protect Brady, it's not going to happen. But they're not going to go most of the time where he's going to manage a team and, and let McGarry blunt run. That'll be shocking. I mean, but, but, but better, but Belichick can put something together where he can, he can pull the team. And stuff, but, but that's, if their history is not to run the ball like that. But if they do, there's got to be a mixture of Brady and him. They got to give him a dose. If it's all Brady, I don't believe it's going to happen. And I could be totally wrong, but I'm, but but the history says that the, the, the Seahawks and the way he, Pete Carroll's defenses and him being a great defensive back in his in his in his, back, in his in his career and a defensive man. I don't know. I'm going. To, I'm going to Seahawks.
0: Well, we uh, we got a few days here, and, and we'll be able to check uh, to check it out and, and
10: wait, wait, see. Wait, wait, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who are you guys going for? I,
0: I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm going with Seattle. I, I like Seattle. I just I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be. Uh, like I said, the the last game Seattle played, I said the last one has the ball is going to win. I think it's going to be a similar similar type thing. I think the, this is going to go down to the wire. But uh, I yeah. do I do think Seattle has, in my opinion, uh, as 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 a good a good shot, and that's who I I favor in this game. Uh, but I think uh, I think the matchup is 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 pretty pretty damn damn close, and I, I never ever count Brady out. He's one of those quarterbacks you just never count out. So.
10: No, you you know you don't you, you don't count him out. But I'm just saying you uh, uh, the, the Seahawks have proven over the last two years, you know that. Uh, they, you know, you don't have Percy Harbin or, 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 you know, and other receiving core that uh, they've had in the past. They don't have that. Percy Harbin going and Tate. Uh, who's a gentleman? Is it Detroit now? God, it's just my name. Golden, Golden Tate? Tate. Tate. Yeah, yeah, Golden Tate there. The, th- the thing is, you don't have that, 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 the sexy receivers, you should say, but... They had adequate season. They had good receivers, but the bottom line is, uh, they've shown over the last two years that if their defense is up to par, nobody beats them. And usually, you know, and, and, and it, it's go to share the character of the Seahawks. If you can have four major turnovers and get a little break here and there, and come back to beat the Green Bay Pack, that's a lot about their team. That's a lot about Russell Wilson. Can you get a second shot if he does that? I doubt it. If you, if you have four turnovers against the Patriots, you, you're not you're not you're not going to. Come back from that, in my opinion. They capitalize off of that. So, uh, you know, on paper, they're, they're evenly matched in terms of the, quarter, the quarterback and offense and defense. So it, 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 it's on paper uh, offense versus defense because of the kind of numbers that Brady puts up. But Russell Wilson can surprise you with his legs and the way containment.
0: Who are you, uh, you picking, T-Bone? Uh,
5: this is like picking between a douche nozzle and a turd sandwich. I don't want either one of these teams to win the Super Bowl. But, um, i got news um, for you. One
0: of them is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I'm going
5: to go with New England here, and I, I don't want to. Believe me when I say but that I, I do I, not uh, want to pick I, I, the Patriots. Uh, here.
0: My thing with the Patriots is uh, you know, I used to, there was a guy I worked with who was super obnoxious that was a huge Patriots fan, and, uh, and that and a tuck. Uh, really took a whole lot out of me. <laughs> I, I think that
5: Pete Carroll is a great football coach, but I think right now Bill Belichick is the absolute puppet master of the NFL. Um, right. He knows every possible thing to exploit on the field and off, and he will have taken full advantage of two weeks without a game. And I just, I think in A, a lot of people, you
10: know, a lot of people, what the way you feel about Belichick and not, some people don't, don't. Some people don't like him. Some people yeah. like him. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the history of the Spygate and, and the inflate Gate, whatever you want to ball inflation, whatever you want to yeah, talk call about, whatever. I mean,
5: throw I the mean, key names like, aside. I still think the guy knows how to win games. You
0: can't, you can't, you can't you know? deny the guy has got an amazing uh, win-loss, uh, you know, situation going on. The guy, he's just he's, he's, he's a good freaking coach he has been very successful.
10: Uh, I mean, even his... and, I, and, I, and, I, and I believe the uncanniness of, of, of Brady's career and what he's about that is it, more Brady than him. But the fact he capitalized I it, which he's smart on his part. But Brady has a way; he, the man just wins. You know, he just—he's a, uh, a winner. Ask yourself. He's got <laughs> game. He may eat the fastest quarterback, he can't break it. Up, <laughs> but let me tell you something: whatever he has is, is a man. He's a master at it. So you got to give that to him. Yeah, and he's a—he's
0: a cow guy. California guy who went to Michigan, I think. Peter, who are you picking? Uh,
2: I don't think this game's going to be close at all. I think it's going to be... Um, I think New England's going to just run away with this. And here's... My thinking is that all the pressure is on the defending Super... Oh, super hell, players, hell yeah. Right?
0: Exactly. Who, who repeats? Who repeats, right. So and and Bradshaw. That
2: doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and you're looking at New England... And I, I look at I look at Brady and I, I, I sort of see a bit of like Montana there. But there's a guy that isn't necessarily never the stressed. best of everything. Never stressed. But he never stresses. And he always somehow manages to win. He does. Just and he's a little bit long in the tooth, so he knows this is his last might be might be his last hurrah. I think uh I think all the pressures on Seattle. Oh, definitely, I all mean, the pressure yeah, is on Seattle. C- I think New England's uh, 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 going to just roll in there and crush them. I, I it, all that being said, I'm cheering for Seattle <laughs> the whole way because I hate the Patriots. <laughs> but if I'm going to bet money, it's it's going it's on business, the, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, it's just strictly uh, business. <laughs> I just I just think between Belichick and I, I just think I think Seattle's had. They got too much, a bit too much time. Just so like with what happened with Ohio and uh, uh, Oregon, I think Seattle's got just a little bit too much time to think about this, um, and all the pressures on them. So that's my, my that's my thoughts. I'm I'm totally I'm putting my money on on New England, but I'm I'm, I'm going to be cheering for Seattle.
10: Okay. All right, I'm, I'm cheering heard, for chicken I heard, wings. I heard, I heard your analogy. <laughs> I'm still sticking by don't Seattle. Let, don't let me don't let me come back into another Ohio Oregon now. Uh, uh,
0: well, we're split here. We got two guys on the Two guys picking the Patriots, and I'm picking uh, Seattle. But I, I'm saying it's gonna be real close. saying <laughs> blowout. And uh, hey, any, anything uh, anything you want to thing. chat with, uh, chat about before we before mm-hmm. we call it?
10: Well, that's about it, man. You know, um, I'm still waiting on that dinner at Del Frisco. Ah, you know are I mean? we?
0: <laughs> ah, that's right. I forgot to go to the archives. I'm
3: going to the archives
0: this week. I'm going to do it tomorrow, <laughs> damn
10: it. <laughs> just, just go
0: Into the vault. <laughs> AD, as <laughs> always, it's a pleasure to have a chance to talk to you and and go over these things and get, to, get your insight on them. And uh, we'll be chatting with you again next week, brother.
10: Okay, thank you. Take care. You have,
0: AD. You too, man. <laughs> The great Anthony Davis uh, joining us at, each week around 9.25, 9.30. We always have a chance to chat with him and enjoy what he's got to say, even when he's wrong. You're listening to Swoops <laughs> Rolling on the Talk Story Radio Network. This is John Mulvay. We'll be back after this. Hello.
7: Brucey. Ruth Rusi, and this is how I live united. I read to children as part of United Way's education program. It helps them create links between language and literacy and prepares them for a better academic future. I figure I have the time and they have the need. My name is Ruth Russe. I help kids prepare to succeed in school. So I don't just wear the shirt. I live it.
6: Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go
2: to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
3: Hi,
11: this is Ronnie Wood of the Stones for RAD. You know it's okay to rock and roll and party, as I do it all the time. Just let someone else do the driving. That's what I do. Remember, rock lives, and you should, too. Please don't drink and drive.
9: A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors.
8: I'm Melissa, Kelly, and Gabby. We're Remy Kega, and, and you're listening, listening to Soups World Radio. Radio.
4: I've been thinking about you lately I just can't get you off my mind You've been living in my head After all the things you said you could make happen Given time And I know my own obsession. Trying to muffle the loud voice of my despair How my thinking runs along The twisted road I'm on When I start dreaming Given time I'll be broken, I'll be sad, I'll be sorry And I know that because I'm not good alone Oh, the whispers in the wind Bring your memory back again and now start to remember, given time. I never wanted to possess you, but I wanted more than what you chose to give. I thought one day you would see, you could put your trust in me, but I was to remember. Understand now how they broke you Why you could not let go your hold upon your freedom Not for money, not for love, not for all the stars above Or what they promised given time Well, I'll be broken, I'll be sad, and I'll be sorry And I know that because I'm not good alone The whispers in the wind Bring your memory back again And I'll start dreaming Given time Then you take me in your arms And you hold me once again And we make love like we used to in time Once again I dream you mind mine And I wake up I'll be broken I'll be sad And I'll be sorry Oh yeah And I know that Because I'm not good alone Oh, oh, oh The whispers in the wind Bring your memory back again I start to remember Given time
0: Welcome back to Swiss World on the TalkStream Radio Network. Does anybody know which song it is? No, we don't know what song it is, but we're going to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Soos World on the TalkStream Radio Network. Uh, we are just moments away from T-Bone's timeout. I want to thank everybody who's listening on TalkStream Live, the suits World app, and all the other ways you can listen to us. Shout out to Stacey and Amo. We know they're listening uh, up in NorCal. And... Uh, you know, of course, Stacy. She's a big. Uh, she's a big. Uh, you know, she's from Connecticut, so she's a big fan yeah. of the. Bridgeport. Uh, England, no? England yes.
5: Now they're they're in the bay right now, right? Yeah. Like, uh, right. no 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 no. Where they're, where, they're, where are they? They're
0: uh, past the bay. Rodeo or rodeo or something. Because <laughs> so they got a they got a, they a,
5: oh okay south southeast of the bay. In yeah. Because I mean, there was a quake up further north throat. today. Huh? There was a quake <laughs> up in. Uh, uh, where was it? Like Humboldt area today. Oh, really? Yeah, like a five-something. Mess up any of the plant life? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, you know, it's like tickling the tomatoes. It's good for the plants, you know? It's, it's going to make for more, goodbye, yeah, yeah, more stimulation.
0: Uh, you know that's production. It's time for sports with T-Bone's Time Out. Or as we say it here, it's T-Bone's Time Out.
5: Well, howdy, folks.
2: Shit. Howdy.
5: Yeah. Um, you know, I went to Cowboy Country last week. Oh, I've been there. Hen, about hadn't been taken. there in a while. Yeah. yeah, it'd probably been like six or seven years since I was there last. Um, That's probably longer than that. I didn't put a lot of effort into my, get, two my get up or my regalia. <laughs> I wore flip flops and shorts. They, still
0: um, let you in, huh? they did.
5: <laughs> they took my $5 on the way in, uh-huh. but you know. I took most of their Jim Beam on the way out, so that was my one. That was my one concession to the lifestyle in there. I was like, I'm not gonna dance. I'm not gonna wear boots. We wear um, Peter, G- we I'm gonna...
0: Pe- would you wear a Peter B- Peterbilt Peter, Peter hat instead of a cowboy hat? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I wore a hat at all. Oh, man, oh, yeah, you really need. I that. wore oh, okay. like a.
5: Yeah, I wore my my. Dickies. My khaki version of these shorts and. I think a beer t-shirt. Fuck.
0: Oh, so yeah. Beer t-shirt get you in a country any anytime. Yeah. Um as but as it wasn't like a... You know, I didn't, have, I didn't
5: have skull in my lip, and I didn't have boots or jeans we'll put a or a plaid shirt. Because um, <laughs> I, I don't like dressing up like that just for the shit of it, you know? I mean, I've dressed like that when I've needed to, because I've occasionally lived a cowboy lifestyle, you know, in a past life. But, um... I don't. I don't really do the line dancing thing. I can do the electric slide, oh, and that's just that's two like a drunk and wedding thing.
0: Step and no line dancing.
5: Yeah, I think apparently I committed to uh, learning how to do more of the dancing over the next couple months because I I had enough whiskey that I wasn't gonna dance, but I was. My mouth was dancing. <laughs> you, yeah,
0: you weren't gonna dance, but you're gonna. So I made at least dance. one promise that's <laughs> gonna be very <laughs> difficult,
5: <laughs> very just uncomfortable for so me to keep.
2: What you're telling Swoop and I. Is that at the event uh-huh. at a date to be mentioned later? Uh-huh. There might require us to do some of that stuff. I don't think That's I don't think something something that'll be think. required. I think that uh, it be expect, expected.
5: No, I don't even think expected because the dancing area is going to be on the smaller end. So really, like. If you want to just cede the floor to other people at that point in time, I don't think anyone's going to fault you for it. Uh, I honestly don't know how many. I'm going to hold you to that. That's fine. I'm I'm not <laughs> going to demand that you get up and do anything of that nature. I, there are certain I things that I right. will demand that you get up and do. Like we're going to have to take a couple shots, you know, things ah, yeah. of that. Well, that sort. Comes,
0: that comes with the territory.
3: It's
5: <laughs> right. going to be wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking now, like, girls a bit, girls <laughs> no, Wait, wait,
0: up. they're in Richmond, man. Uh, here's the thing, man. Every time.
5: Well, that's like what, East right? Bay?
0: East ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I know going to piss her off. That's why I'm saying it. But every time she posts something like. We were,
5: How's Coach Carter doing?
0: Every time <laughs> she posts something where there's like a like a location, like an Instagram or something, <laughs> it always says rodeo. I know it's not rodeo. It says rodeo. But anyway. Is there a rodeo in Richmond? I'm getting getting bombarded here. Uh oh. What WTF, Richmond, Bay Area, ten minutes from Oakland, East Bay. Hey, lighten up, Francis.
5: (laughs) So I was right. Cowboy Country. Cowboy Country is a great time though.
0: Um It used to be fun. I've been there years. It
5: was so crowded. There had to be like eight hundred people there. Literally eight hundred people.
0: I said ten years ago. It was ridiculous. Now that I know remember who I was there with, it's been like twenty years.
5: I had to. I, I had to park. We had to park across.
0: <laughs> had to park
5: across the street at the grocery store. Oh, that's wow. that's how. I mean, is
0: there something special going
5: on? Saturday night, just Saturday night. Um, before they opened up the upstairs, it was elbow to elbow everywhere except the dance floor, where it was only not elbow to elbow because you had to have room to move and do all the steps and the hootenanny. So. That was
3: whew.
5: I'm serious. There were probably eight hundred people in that joint. Like it was ridiculous. Uncomfortable.
9: <laughs>
5: um, but but fun nonetheless. So <laughs> Whiskey solves a lot of problems. It creates works. a lot of new problems. <laughs> Usually it creates as many new problems. <laughs> <any balls. laughs> But that's what we call even money, you know?
3: Um,
5: and even money, like we were talking about the Super Bowl, I feel like that's about where we are with it. Peter feels like it'll be a blowout. I feel like the same team will win, but not quite blowout fashion. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say on that topic? Because I feel like we covered it pretty well. I
0: think we would in-depth.
5: Yeah, I think that's fair. Think we're done. Um
0: you know, I read. I it. read an, an interesting. Three, four, four, four.
5: I read an interesting thing today that teams that get a pick six in the Super Bowl are twelve and zero. Really? The most defining lands like landslide stat as far as what to look for in a team winning the Super Bowl. You get the
0: last one. They had a pick six.
5: The Seahawks last year. Had a pick six. Um, The Saints had a pick six. uh, I don't even remember, man. Last year, that game it it turned ugly quickly. The whole thing turned ugly so quickly that I think it was fairly early on.
2: I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure second quarter, first part of second quarter was a pick six. And like, wow! And you can just see, deflated. Yeah,
5: the balloon, the, the air goes out of the balloon. I mean, it's. And that was an interesting thing. Like, teams that take a kick back for a touchdown in the Super Bowl actually have a losing record. Really? Uh Um, Uh-huh. I like those
3: kind of – You you remember, like,
5: remember when the the Colts won the Super Bowl? They played the Bears, and Devin Hester took the uh, opening kick uh back for a touchdown? And the Bears played flat the whole rest of the game. And the Colts, I don't know, they just – they did what they did. I think they were the better team anyway, but – I think there's something to be said for the fact that you know special teams things will happen occasionally, but our we'll we'll, we'll get things right the rest of the game. Um, but when when your quarterback throws a pick six, it's a psychologically damaging thing to your team. I think I think I
0: can that.
5: few teams and few quarterbacks can completely shake that off.
0: But you think you think if you made it to the Super Bowl, you mm-hmm. think that you're, the, you're the kind of. Team that can shake that shit yeah out, right? but
5: you're also the kind of team that probably hasn't had to deal with that much adversity throughout the course of your season if you go 12 and 4 13 and three you probably haven't had too many bad things happen I mean you need over the course of a Super Bowl season I think the Seahawks are a little bit of an exception to this this year because they've had to come back in some pretty dramatic dramatic ways this over the well, course know, of it, it. Um, you right, every team there's struggles to get to this point nobody cruises to the Super Bowl it's not this it's, it's Except and for
0: the Miami Dolphins seven
5: even then, I think they, they had some dogfights, but they came out ahead every single time, which is something no one else can say. But,
0: they almost went two straight years without it they, they, they lost weight in the But, you know, like in,
5: in, in college football, occasionally we've had teams who just steamroll everybody on their way to a national championship. In the NFL... We've only had one team ever go through the season undefeated. And even teams that win most, you know, win a whole lot of games and only lose a handful or less than a handful. They uh there's only one team that's ever lost one game and won the Super Bowl though.
3: That's
0: true.
5: That was a Bill Walsh-led 49ers team.
0: Which in, in uh, listen, uh, when we talk about Super Bowls, that the drive <laughs> is still my favorite fucking I, I mean, I'm
3: not a 49 er yeah. fan, but
0: during those Montana years, you had to love those guys because they were just, just amazing. Montana and Rice? Yeah. Uh, just, it's and, hard not to like. And, that was uh, pure football. That was just pure football, exactly. And then when you hear the story behind the drive when, you know, they get the ball and then, you know, Montana gets in the huddle and, and everybody's like all oh, tense. And he's like, look over there, here's John Candy. Look over there, so-and-so. <laughs> there. All right, let's go do this. And they just drive downfield and win that game. That's just freaking, that's perfection, man. That's just the way it should be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: but to go back to your pick six thing we often talk about how at this level at this it, it, this
0: far into the season, the teams <laughs> that get here funny. it was five minutes ago we're done Super Bowl? Yeah. And, we, and we still talking. about yeah. <laughs> I'm My glutton for here, punishment yeah. the teams that
2: get here are usually the teams that give up the least amount of turnovers okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so given that that's the fact, I mean, it's proven, like we can show, pick six, six is the... almost the most dramatic way. I think like, it, it is, the, because... The most dramatic turnover. Because
5: a punt return for a touchdown...
2: A punt, like a punt, point, you know, it, it was
5: going to happen. Yeah. You know, we're going to kick it away, and then probably we're going to get good field position and possibly score after that anyway. A kickoff return for a touchdown, it's like, well, we just scored. We traded a score for a score. Eh, wash your hands, even money. A pick six.
2: Fumbles are like, well. Fumbles are just blind fumbles, fucking luck. So, I mean, and, and sometimes fumbles happen because, like, there's a massive hit. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, oh, bad exchange. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a big, big change Necessarily, like, and, dynamically. And, but this, pick six, is like our defense. Took he, your, your, offense your offense and
5: we beat them. But you Just flat happens. out beat them. What happens most I of the time with pick
0: that. sixes, most of the time with pick sixes, it's not a whole lot of anything else going on after the interception. Usually, the, the field is wide open. Yeah. you know, he, he picks it off and it, it's this side of the field. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is on that side of the field. The only person you have to beat is a quarterback, maybe a offensive tackle. There's I mean, there's plenty of times where guys have to run, you know, weave through things. You need a, you need a key block here, key there. But there's a whole lot of pick sixes where it's nothing but daylight.
2: When you that's, why so that's why I
0: think it's so demoralizing. That's my point. That's what I was going with it. Sorry, I think that's why. So no, no, you're right. That's, that's, I think, it's why it crushes people. Right? Mm-hmm. It crushes people. Yeah. It's
2: like, holy shit, we thought we had you beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, Whoa. No, we didn't.
6: You yeah. guys and saw And yeah, that's the thing. The it's
5: it's it's you know you have a team that's driving, and you know you're talking about essentially it can be in you know up to a fourteen point swing, where everything else that we were talking about it's it's a much different much different stakes. So especially if you're on the move. Yeah.
0: Especially if you you're, you're driving down and and that pick comes at your at your uh, you're in the red zone. Yeah. You know, or you're on the other side of the 50 or even the guys, just, the guys the moment guys of taking it, of the guys it at 60 70 yards, you know. Yeah. You know, when you when you get a pick six and you're in your own 20 or you're, you know, you, you you're already deep in, it hurts. But it's not as dramatic, I don't think. I mean, it, you know, depending on the point of the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like, okay, all right, all right, all right, you know, we had bad field position, I made a bad play. Let's get back at it. But like when you're saying when you're when you're on the move and you're driving, this is gonna put us this is gonna put us up by two points. Mm-hmm. Or you've already got that that number calculated where, like, we're gonna go ahead or we're gonna build our lead, and next thing you know, it swings the other way. That that can be that can be brutal, man.
10: Devastating. But yeah,
5: I think that's one of the the in the in this this new sabermetric world that we live in where we talk about stats in a whole different way. That was an eye opener for me to see that. Teams that get a an, that intercept a pass and return it for a touchdown are twelve and zero in the Super Bowl.
2: Okay, you know. so also, have, amazing that it's know, but, only
5: happened twelve times in forty nine forty nine Super Bowl games. I mean, that's pretty impressive on its own.
2: Yeah, so I, and I would have never picked that. Like if you said, what statistic? I would have never. Mm-hmm. But once you brought it up, I was like, yep, yeah, that makes sense. yeah, that's that a makes sense. that's like a that.
5: a real solid shot to the jaw right yeah. there, and. You know, we'll see who, if anyone, makes a possibly uh, pivotal mistake in in a game of. Well, that's the thing. That's such the, a magnitude. That's
0: the, that's the thing about championship games, man. Because now everything is on the line. There is no next week. There's there's only so much room for error. You know, you can't miss the ball in, in in baseball. You can't, you know, you can't foul a guy. You know, with, you know, the, the, you can't foul their best free throw shooter in basketball. You know what I mean? That everything, every—that's why I think a lot of times Super Bowl games start off really slow because everybody's tight. Yeah, everybody's afraid to just let it out of the line. Everybody's afraid to make a mistake. You know, jump offsides, and guys are making like the mistakes they make are stupid mistakes they have made most of the year because you know it is. This is it. This is all wrapped up in here. This is what we all play for. what you play, you know, done your whole life for
5: And in that sense, I think this game should be a little bit refreshing. I think there should be. I think we'll see. Well, a much the, lower percentage of the mental errors that plague the big stage. Well, you have a number, like got,
0: number of players on both sides of the ball that have been there before, mm-hmm. um, and uh, both, you both have coaches that coaches that know how to prepare their teams for for yeah shit like this. Yeah. So I think it's going to be yeah. I think I don't think like you said I don't think you see the, the, those types of mental errors. You'll see a few, but not not in the numbers that we mm-hmm. see in some other games, man.
5: Yeah. But you know, both of these teams stumbled in the first half
0: two weeks ago. So I don't think you're gonna see you know. Another I I I thing I don't think you're gonna see. You're gonna see some center who doesn't show up because he was partying. See a lot of Yeah, you're, not, you're not gonna see those kind of. things. These Nobody's guys, gonna be suspended because they just got just caught up. banging hookers. Yeah, these guys, these teams are disciplined that way. Yeah. I don't see those kinds of things. Seriously, you should be you should be given like a
2: gold star. <laughs> yeah.
5: I mean,
0: please come on now. Putting
3: your
5: per diem to use. <laughs> You know you can get snacks at the hotel. But
0: here's the thing, you know, per diem. Does it depend on where you're at in the country? Because you know, <laughs> hooker prices and per diem. You know, <laughs> there's a quality of hooker you can buy in certain places, I like, get you know, That's if you true. Play the game in New this York. York that's uh, New York. And uh, that, your expectation. Uh, right? Oddly <laughs> enough, this is
5: a story that doesn't come up during the Super Bowl. You know, we've heard about it over the last several World Cups. You know, about the influx of sex workers. To the, to the countries and main like, cities I'm where I'm the World sex Cup is taking place? <laughs> yeah, you know, hey. I'm cause planning on becoming one of It's, the it's a profession, all right? You know. Hooker yeah, is demeaning. Prostitute is just dismissive. They're sex it's workers. Like, pros, prostitute is clinical
3: and poor is just downright denigrating.
2: But yeah. sex worker is.
5: giving it the respect that it so richly deserves.
2: Yeah, I'm a blue collar sex worker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that.
5: I go where the work is.
2: <laughs> I I can respect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can hire that. But you know, we always
5: hear about these stories about you know one million sex workers fleeing flocking to such and such country and metropolitan areas for the World Cup. They never we never hear that story here in America about the Super Bowl. I wonder if the BBC or somebody overseas is talking about it because it clearly like it happens. It happens. Oh you got all these corporate douchebags in their suits coming to whatever city the Super Bowl is in. Their wives are clearly not invited. And, you know, that might sound misogynistic of me or whatever, but hey, I'm assuming or if you're... they
2: are invited, but they're just not... They're not... They're going to be shopping. Or yeah. They're going to be going... They're not going to the game. They're yeah. not interested in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, I think
5: that many people will be enjoying the economy... In all of its nooks and crannies.
2: I mean, that's why these cities work hard to, you know. Now, have these. have
5: you heard any of the any of the economic hullabaloo surrounding this year's Super Bowl? The city of Glendale, uh, which is where the stadium, the University of Phoenix Stadium, <laughs> online internet college stadium, um, they the city spent, you know in whatever number of millions of dollars. They didn't pay for the whole stadium, but they paid a lot of money towards getting that stadium built and, you know, spent many more dollars trying to make it a destination place. And the Super Bowl is taking place there on Sunday. But it's, you know, it's about 20 or 30 minutes away from downtown Phoenix. Okay. And most of the people coming from out of town to go to this game, which is, you know, all of the people going to this game, are staying in Phoenix. They're not staying in Glendale at any of the lovely hotels that were built near this stadium just for that purpose. Because the Super Bowl isn't about the game, it's about the experience and the week long hoopla and the let's go spend someone else's money and all that stuff. And you do that in the major city. That the metropolitan area is built around. You don't do that in a far-flung suburb where the where the stadium happens to be, where the game takes place. So they play the Rose Glendale is estimating that they're going to lose about three million dollars yeah. this year on this Super Bowl endeavor.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, and he based that the, the mayor based that on the, when they had the Super Bowl before they lost. They about lost, a million bucks. About a million bucks, and based on the inflation rate and everything. You know where all the money is spent. In the cities. In, no, 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 the the, the cost to the city we're, we're, we're all
5: overtime for police and all, they, all that, all that safety, stuff. Yeah. Because they got to have tons of extra cops out on the street for all the all the traffic control and the drunks and everything else.
0: And the NFL demands so much, right. of This, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
5: and uh, you got to pay those guys overtime. Well, I
0: gotta say,
2: I've never I've never been to a Super Bowl game. Uh, what? I thought
0: everybody had. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.
2: And uh, I've right, never been to Europe. He's been a bunch. I, uh, you know, I can honestly yeah. say I have mm-hmm. the now discretionary dollars that I could go to a Super Bowl, Bowl game if I wanted to. And there is no fucking way I would go to a Super Bowl game in Arizona. I would, like, mm-hmm. why? Why the fuck? Like if I'm gonna go to a Super Bowl game, dude, it's,
0: it's Arizona. You can you you don't have to get there a week early. You you can leave Sunday morning. No, no, you're missing <laughs> the
2: point. If I'm gonna spend all those freaking dollars, I'm going somewhere cool, mm-hmm. like Miami, New Orleans, New, Orleans. Mm-hmm. New York, even. I I don't have a problem with cold weather. I'm okay. I I've been to games at Giant Stadium, uh, where I had to bundle up because it was snowing. I wanna, if I'm going to spend... That's New oh, Jersey, right? No, it's Giants giant stadium in New York. I thought the Giants played in New Jersey. They do. All right. <laughs> My <laughs> point is, is afterwards you're partying <laughs> in New, New York. York. It's really... I mean, what? it's the last... It's, the, it's, in it's the last no, exit no, before the break. No, you be in anywhere in Arizona. You're going to get on a plane and fly back to L.A. so you can party? There's nothing yeah, to fucking to do. Sedona. Oh yeah. Vegas. I, I might go to I might go to the I might go to the Super Bowl in Arizona so that I can then go to Vegas. But there's nothing to fucking do if I again I've never been there. I've never been to a Super Bowl party. Never been to the Super Bowl. But if I
0: if I was gonna spend all that money
2: why the hell would I want to go to Arizona? They created Seattle. They
0: created a. They created a,
2: Chicago, New you York.
0: We just, just told you there's an influx of hookers. They created a new city for you. I it's don't like, have to go there for it's, that. It's like we just got go so to go to Long Deadwood. Beach Boulevard, yeah. <laughs> no.
2: I think this is a. I, I personally think this is a huge, huge mistake. This whole the NFL, like we're going to only do. Uh, events Super Bowls where we have our, our teams I mean there are places and then so then they're obligated to do it in all the no, different No I think
0: places. that's a good thing because otherwise we got games in
10: Europe
2: and. Uh, what's oh that? well no I, I, I don't want that hmm. My point is is like really do we want a game in Arizona Let's have games in LA Like they don't have games here because we don't have a team We have games in New York I can get behind that but it's not ideal. Why not? Why not? Why not New Orleans? Why not? It just that make any sense?
0: I think they have a game where the Utes play. Because <laughs> there's a whole lot of shit to do there.
5: <laughs> just ask Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> Too many something or others. <laughs> no, I, I think that you know. I think that the current rotation that they kind of got in the groove with was San Diego, Arizona, New Orleans, Miami. You know, they had the four right. warm weather. And Arizona, honestly, this time of year is not warm. No. I mean, for people that don't know.
2: It's boring as hell. Yeah.
5: And don't get me wrong. Tempe can be fun for a weekend. Um, but not for... And that's that's like for a bowl game, though. I mean... Right. For a college bowl game. The Super Bowl, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to go there. That makes sense. I mean... But I I think that Vegas should get a Super Bowl someday. I think that you know all all of the professional sports leagues are terrified of the gambling influence. But honestly, it's a joke. I mean, the the Super Bowl, we have prop bets about the coin toss. Whether there will be a nipple slip during the halftime show. Who will be the first which team will have oh Katy Perry. Oh yeah. Well well stocked. For that. Nipple slip, the nipple slip. for Sure. Hashtag wardrobe malfunction. Woo! Um, but yeah, the prop bets around the Super Bowl. I mean, the bets about who the first commercial will be. I mean, Vegas is so intimately involved in the entire process. I don't understand why they don't it, just throw it, a you game. Don't think the NFL's
2: paying attention. To all well, like, the only the only
5: issue keeping that from happening next season is the fact that there's not a Super Bowl ready stadium in Vegas right now. The the stadium. Sam Boyd Stadium, whatever it's called, and I'm sure it's got some bullshit corporate sponsor now, where the where the the running rebels play. Uh it is on the low end of college facilities. So I mean it holds probably forty thousand people. And it's it's like a glorified high school stadium. I mean <laughs> it is. I've been there. It's not it's nothing to write home about. Um that's the only thing keeping the NFL from doing something there next year. Like I said, the other leagues are terrified of it too. The NBA could have an All Star game in Vegas anytime. They could they could do whatever. You know, and they've they've done events in Vegas, but they're terrified of putting a team there um, because they think the gambling is going to be too big of a problem, too big of an influence. I just don't see it. This is not the 1960s. You know, the mob had to
2: travel somewhere to gamble. Yeah. You got the freaking the Indian have you casinos heard about are the everywhere.
5: Internet. Yeah, you or can you play. You can play online poker. You can go to an off-track you betting. You
2: play online if you ha- poker in Europe. Yeah. While sitting in your room, wherever.
5: And even if you don't have a computer or the internet, you can go not within, not more than a half an hour from your house, and find some dingy place where you can bet on the horses, right. and do all kinds of other unseemly activities.
2: So all the uh, th- their concerns are, are yeah they're outdated. Yeah. I, mean, I understand the concerns. But it they they definitely Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean,
3: we'll
2: get a Super Bowl in know.
5: California again someday. Oh wait, next year it's in what's it uh Levi's Stadium. Super Bowl Super Bowl 50 oh, in like San Jose in Santa Clara, wherever it is. They don't have a team there. No, they don't. They have a team in San Francisco. Yes. Heavy quotation
9: marks.
0: Which just is, like, which is like New which, York. Which is basically Richmond, from what I've understood. <laughs> yeah, you know, the bay's the bay. Yeah. Bay's bay. Northern <laughs> California.
9: <laughs> yeah. North
2: Cal. And then we define Northern California by A- the A- L.A. A- County A- line. <laughs>
0: Everything above <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. ah,
5: Kern County and up, that's Northern California. And <laughs> it ain't
0: <eat> past the linus. <laughs>
3: Grapevine, man. Mm-hmm.
0: North of Grapevine does. Uh, North Cal,
3: man. Tejon, what now?
5: city, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> there's, I can't handle There's too much smug in the city. There's you know? too
0: much smug in the city. Makes it hard to breathe.
5: <laughs> but, yeah, you know, there's a Super Bowl happening. Uh, the 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 day out of the year where there are more chicken wings consumed than I believe the other 364 days combined.
0: You know what else is happening? This is one of the, the bad statistics. Oh, so, no. I, mean, I don't know if it's still good, but a few years ago they said there was more... The best violence on Super Bowl Sunday than any other day of the year. That was true a couple of years. You know the
2: other thing that's interesting. Uh, living with uh, someone who, who who does a lot of work with water and all that. Uh, all of the the sewage. Munis- all the municipalities have to worry about the sewage. This massive. It <laughs> because, because let's say let's say you have a city as we do that's near 10 million, right? If you take the whole
5: like the basin, is, yeah,
2: yeah, It's over 10 million. Actually. Um, you know, nobody ever all oh, like they don't build it to so, like what if Everybody. all 10 million people <laughs> got up and pissed or shit and flushed at the same, same time. time? They don't build it that way.
3: You know why? that never happens. Except. Except for <laughs> halftime.
2: Halftime and the first commercial break.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh that, my God. My God. a worry is in
2: whatever municipality it's taking place in is we didn't build it for Everybody, because everybody. There's has a some certain guy, amount of pre party and big, then they all wait until that moment where it's like, "Oh, it's the first break. I don't want to miss anything." And they, and then the next time you know is, the, is halftime. And yes,
0: the poor bastard who's low on the total pole who no, has to work Super Bowl. Sometime, everybody, everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. He's the one that's watching the shit. God. Oh my god! Because he's got to like, make sure all the oh, yeah. shit flows right, and all this
2: But all the guys who have to go and repair that shit, they're, they're all working. on. If, if the Super Bowl's happening in your city, they're all working. They're
3: all <laughs> working. They're all scheduled. They're all
2: on on a Sunday,
0: which means they are
2: working. You know, double time, triple time, whatever it is, and it's it's. Uh, well, that's. I mean, that, a that that
0: that was where the term. Shit detail came from.
3: <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, what
0: else Pick, pick pretty, your right?
5: favorite uh, animal or cute thing to pick your winner for you. You know, have fun with it. Oh yeah, um, octopus. Uh, yeah. uh, Put your boiled eggs only, in the microwave. Dead.
0: No point. Madden picked the Patriots, but some other algorithm picks the senile. Mine's still alive? Yeah. No no not him. He's senile as shit. <laughs> hey, 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 he's a Raider Hall of Famer. Let him go.
5: <laughs> and that changes my statement now.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you're courthouse, <laughs> your ass back to uh, you wouldn't even be going back. You're, like, I mean, you're just going to ship your ass out there. <laughs> uh, great time of year to be out there though.
5: Beautiful country this time of year.
3: A
0: lot of snow, a lot of gray, a lot of ice. All flat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish you could, I wish you could see it It's, it's not all flat. Miles. <laughs> it's not all flat. All right.
5: <laughs> Believe me, there's plenty of plenty <laughs> of Hill, undulation. <laughs> yeah. Hill. Yes. Um, You know, there was some study that came out in the last day or two that they studied a bunch of former NFL players uh, and they broke them into groups based on when they started playing football. And they came to the conclusion that people that started playing football between the ages of 9 and 12 had less cognitive function in old age than uh, people who waited until like, older than that to start playing football.
0: I, I, would, I, would, I would imagine that 95% of the players in the NFL started
5: around that time. Uh, I don't know where the breakdown lies there. I'm sure it's above 50%. I'm sure it's about 50%. There's a few
0: guys that walk, like, what's the guy to went to uh, Azusa?
5: Christian Okoye? Yeah, I
0: mean, he didn't play until he got to college, right?
5: Because, hey, they don't play American football (laughs) in Nigeria or wherever the fuck he's from. you got
0: the few guys that, you know, the coach, he was walking across his high school campus or walking across his JC campus, and the guy goes, whoa, come here. (laughs) You know. You. There's just a few of those. I think most of them start... At least by junior high school, and I think the majority of them actually started pop one
5: Yeah, I think so, and I don't know this. I think this study, for what it, for what it details, I don't know how what real conclusions can be drawn from it, other than more fear mongering. And well,
3: that's, I think
5: that's a shame because youth tackle football in the United States has undergone a drop of like. Twenty-five percent in participation in the last five years. Like several million kids less playing football,
0: and it's a shame. And you know,
5: flag football is great. You know, for kids that are afraid or whatever, fine, cool, it's cool. They're
0: both, but they're moving them out of the sport. Though, yeah,
5: that's the thing. It's not they're not going from tackle football to flag football. They're going from tackle football to soccer, and you know
0: but you you know what's esports what's, what's, and whatever the
5: hell else this,
0: what's interesting about this is <clears throat> i know you know right now the the, the, the you, know, you know we have we have he talks concussions and stuff like that and and football's taking a hit but you look at like i grew up with a kid who was racing motocross like at tw- 8 9 10 11 12 years old right uh, you know, chances of getting fucked up in that is, is great, no. you guys. Is there, yeah, and then you know, you, you talk about. I mean, I grew up with another kid who was a, was a golden glove boxer, and you talk about that, and you talk about MMA, you I mean, you, even lacrosse and even soccer, everything out there is a risk, okay. Is football has football taken its hits, yeah, but it's you know what, in the big scheme of things. It's a great sport. I've seen guys get hit with 100-mile-an-hour fastballs in the head. There's a danger to everything we do mm-hmm. in life. I mean, and you the, walk out your front door, you're putting your yeah. life at risk.
5: And the two sports, the two youth sports with the highest incidence of catastrophic injuries are still cheerleading and gymnastics.
0: Yeah. And they have
5: been for 20-plus years. Gymnastics probably yeah, since mess. the inception. Oh. But cheerleading, the, the, the numbers have gone up and up. And up and up and up, in the words of cheerleaders everywhere. So. um,
0: Ready? Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know,
0: I I understand we want to protect people. We expect we want to protect the youth, and people go, you know, you hear some of these guys, well, I wouldn't put my kid in football now. Well, what would you put him in? I mean, what would you put him in uh, besides a bubble? You know, I, you know, skateboarding, I'd, I mean, I, I, when I was growing up, thing. kids were dying skateboarding. They are like their heads crushed on the riverbed when they, you know, went down and swam. The thing is, is any activity has its risks. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, football's taking a big hit right now. And I, and I, don't, I don't know if it's deservedly so. Yeah, have the guys, are there, you know, they've taken precautions. They're trying to do things. But a lot of sports are violent. And, you know, and, and not to say that there's... I mean, there's not you know, there's rugby. I mean, there's there's violent sports out there. But... The thing is, is that if you look at what sports do,
2: I mean, humans are by it, it, just do some fucking history research here. We're Human, violent meat. We are, <laughs> and sports is a way to channel that violent yeah. tendency into a constructive. Where we build character, and we do right.
5: Yeah, cliche after cliche, but it's yeah, true. But there.
2: it is, unfortunately, not unfortunately. I mean, it is true. I no. mean, it is true. It I is this. what it's. It's a way that we take those emotions and energy and yeah. put them. And for the kids, and I was one of these kids, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not casting the stone whatsoever here. For the kids who would otherwise end up beating the crap, or getting the crap beat out of each other, like, who, who, like, this was a constructive, control, control. aggression, and there's a way to funnel it into a, a positive, okay, all that being said, the moment you start doing something more than, say, walking, it gets dangerous, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're, you're, for some people, even then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then Marina, we, who was our guest tonight, was like asking me about like kids riding bikes. It's like, yeah, it, it's a little nerve wracking watching your kid. And I live in oh LA. We've all it's, been a, there. it's a metropolitan area, so you gotta you gotta be point. And all of this is is that there's yeah you got at some point. Life is a little bit dangerous, and if it's not,
5: you're doing it wrong.
0: Exactly, (laughs) but you know it it builds. It it builds grit, as uh, Corolla would say, and and you know Howard Stern put it best years ago. He says, you know what we're seeing now. Is the pacification of the of mm-hmm. my favorite, oh, really. favorite terms ever. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, everybody's trying to protect, you know, oh my gosh, no, no, we're not going to keep score, we're not going to do this, we're not going to yeah. hit, we're not going to do this, not going to get a boo-boo. I mean, come on.
2: I've been, I've been uh, so last, where are we now? So we're, end of the new year, at the beginning of, at the end of the last year, but beginning of the school year, mm-hmm. we had some hot days. And uh, oh, it was like infuriating. Yeah, it was like, oh, our kids can't go to school because it hit ninety. Oh my God! Really? I like and all I could say, and all I have been saying to my wife, and to my kids, is the word "soft." Mm-hmm. Okay, Americans are becoming soft. And we are a nation that has, for m- fucking a hundred plus, two hundred plus years, been. We are the outliers. We are the frontiersmen. We are the people that do things that are so fucking crazy that the Europeans are like,
10: oh, knock, those fucking. Knock yourselves out.
2: They <laughs>
9: we don't want to do a thing.
2: And we are so dangerously close to becoming what we ridiculed uh-huh. for a hundred uh, yeah, and fine, fifty man. years. When you tell your kid, <laughs> not, and I didn't tell my kid, when the school district says, oh, we hit 91 degrees oh and God, it's too no school today. hot. So when your kids are, are at, at their recess, now we're not talking, because because we live in Southern California, dude. We had
0: smog issues,
3: back Right,
2: then. <laughs> Southern California. Ninety-one degrees is hot. Yeah, but if you live in somewhere like, say, like New Orleans or Washington D.C., ninety-one oh, degrees Oklahoma. was usually Oklahoma is usually Texas is usually accompanied with ninety-six percent humidity, humidity or some crazy yeah. hmm. something.
9: That shit crazy. Yeah,
2: and so. I think all of this, this whole conversation is, is sort of couched in that
0: yeah. context yeah. of
5: And it's it's, you know, it's disappointing. disappointing. It's it just, is it's just just the funny disappointing. thing is
0: we talked about it, all three of us talking about this. We go when we were in school and it was a really hot day, what happened? The teacher goes, We're gonna go out there underneath that tree. Yeah. And we're gonna go do our work. Right? I mean, seriously. It was like that was it. No freaking panic and the kids pulling your kid out of school and taking him swimming and all this other bullshit. You actually stayed at school, did your work, and got on with life. You know, you're sitting in frickin' Zimbabwe. <laughs> listen to Chill, us bitch about 90 degrees. <laughs> and they're looking at us going, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong <laughs> <right> with that? <it?" laughs> 90 degrees? <laughs>
4: We're catching up.
3: <laughs> yeah, i am put the jacket on. <laughs> it's chilly outside. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we really gotten soft.
0: We we really have. And, you know, and That's the word. It's it's our own fault because we, we allow powers to be to Set Which goes standards. back to
2: all the way to what we were talking about. Is The moment you start saying, this sport is too dangerous. I mean, you know, if, it, if it's fucking skydiving, okay, that might be too
0: dangerous. And if it's cliff diving, that might be too dangerous. But we're talking about... Dude, think about the crap we did when we were kids. I mean, well, seriously, we, we did things for shooting arrows at each other, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> do this thing where you, you you put your feet apart, and a guy would try throw a knife and try to stick it in the ground, and, you know, an whatever. We, we, we had lawn to, darts! We had freaking lawn darts, man. We had helmets yeah. for freaking football. We used to hop off
2: the, uh, our whole thing was, is our houses were so closely. Roof to roof? Roof to roof! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There was always some kid who couldn't do it. But he never died. never died? Exactly. Yeah, it hurt.
0: (laughs) And you only had to do that once. That's that's how a guy could take a hit today, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this ain't nothing. I fell off a roof. (laughs) I was, I was,
3: I was.